connecting to the real nerds is so easy. You can go to our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can like us on Facebook. We have a Twitter account, at Real Nerds. We also have Instagram. You can call us, 720-6Nerds5. You want to email us? You can do that, too, realnerds at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Hey, uh, Jimmy Valentine, that was a really great game-winning score you had there at the sporting event. Yeah, thanks. I really appreciate that. You can look for that card really soon at Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. They got tons of sports memorabilia. Jimmy Valentine, RKO Radio News. Jimmy, what makes Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics your favorite comic store in the Colorado area? I'm telling you, forget about it. A comic collector like me, I can save 20% on a hold slot. Duh. Plus, it's hard for me. I'm on the road all the time. If I want the amazing Spider-Man and I'm not around, it's in my hold slot. Jimmy Valentine, what do you have to say about your recent allegations about steroid use? (laughs) I'm not going to answer that question, but I am going to tell you that if I want to get Magic the Gathering cards, I go to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. (laughs) The little square Jimmy Jr., he loves those. So go to 6700 Wadsworth Boulevard in Nevada, Colorado. They'll take really good care of you. Hold on, Jimmy. One more question. question, No, no, don't go yet. This is Zach Howard, and you're listening to The Real Nerds Podcast. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast at Denver Comic-Con 2017 and beyond. I am Ryan. With me is... Brad. And... Uh, Zach the Dog Whisperer. He's not even not paying attention. ready! Your kid's distracting him and your dog. Yeah. Um, okay. Do this in as a test. And we also have... Your job is to keep them quiet. <laughs> and James is here you. as well. Hey! So... Uh, Brad, you have to be able to learn to do more than one thing at once. Yeah. And you too, Zach. I'm almost 35. If, it's not happening. If you don't, then <laughs> it's just going to be a, a, a long night at Camp Blood for if you. If you don't, it you're was, no good to me. It was it was just like coincidence that as soon as we start, like they all gather around to me like I have like, yeah. the, like the cure Messiah. for cancer. <laughs> right. Why would Lincoln care if you had the cure for cancer? I have no idea, but some dogs. Aren't you a writer? Be more creative. Why would oh. Kellen care if you had the cure for cancer? James, write him a better line. Uh, like they like you. Not like they like me. Two writers here. Nobody Garbage. That's what has a degree in writing. I know. Brad, write a funnier line for Zach. Uh, my my balls are huge. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wait. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Kellen wants a... to come to you because his balls are huge? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, what the? No. I don't like the teen that. comedy. Shut up. <laughs> Cut. I'll be in my trailer. <laughs> this is terrible. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. Sorry. Every week on Real Nerds Podcast, we go see a new movie and we podcast our experience to the world. This week, we saw Ghost in the Shell. In case you didn't know, they showed it twice in the credits at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird, right? Yeah. They did? All right. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Just make sure I was the only one who didn't. Once in the corner way. and then oh. one in the logo format. I have this thing when oh. I see like a text prologue for a movie like ahead of the film, I immediately know there's like going to be a problem. Stay <laughs> <laughs> tuned to the. It's like the most uncreative thing you can do. To get uh, exposition out there. Hey, hey, there I, are really good movies that have that. Uh, me, sometimes when I see them, it, it just reminds me of like studio stuff, like interference. Yeah. They're like, there's no way people can get this unless someone tells them. Yeah. I would rather get a like hey. little block of text to just set things up uh-huh. than have like a super awkward scene where people are like, well, you know, it's 1694 no, and the Crusades are happening. I don't know when the Crusades happen, but... 
1694. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, rather than having like that corny line of dialogue, I would rather have the little block of text. And sometimes it works. Star yeah. Wars. Y- yes. <laughs> sometimes it's overbearing. Sometimes. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. You never know. It's, especially when it starts with war. <laughs> what is it good for? Was that Attack of the Clones? I think has no. It's Revenge yeah. of the Sith. Is it Revenge of the Sith? Is that the first line? Yeah, where yeah. it goes war because they go right into the war. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we saw Ghost in the Shell. Stay tuned to the end of the show. We'll review it and spoil it. Play the trailer, and you'll get a sense of what the movie's about. Even though I don't think there's any dialogue in the trailer, is there? I don't remember. I don't think so. Is it just, is it just cool music? It's just I think cool the music. Kuse guy says a couple lines. Yeah, maybe you're like, right. Do you know who you are? Holy shit. No, you're good. No, Is you guys right? keep going. Yeah, that's fine. You guys are good. Brad. Just keep going. I'm all right. Relax. I can't even see what's going on over there. It just looks like chaos and... I'm, 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 I'm fine. Board, you guys just keep talking. Yeah. No, like, so we also board. talk about what movies we've been watching, what's coming out on Blu-ray, movie news, and a new segment I'm debuting right now that I'm calling The Trailer Park. Hey, what's going on for movies? <laughs> Listen to these new trailers. I'm just kidding. There's... Uh, <laughs> There's just lots of new trailers this there week. There are, yeah. Some good ones, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, some, and then there's also just some more. No, there's. I think there's two really good ones this week. Yes, there's at least... I mean, there were like six trailers this week, but uh, anyway, uh, what do you want to start with, Ryan? Uh, That's a trick question. It's obvious. Uh-huh. Trailer Park. No, just kidding. Real news. It's Real news. No, I mean, like, which trailer do you want to start with? Um, hmm. You know, there's this new one that came out. It's like a Nicholas Sparks movie. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, here's a, here, here's a new trailer for Spider-Man. <laughs> What's up, guys? So, to become an Avenger, are there, like, trials or an interview? Do me a favor. Can't you just be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man? Just stay close to the ground. You're the Spider-Man from YouTube. Can you summon an army of spiders? No, Ned, no. Do you know him, too? Mr. Shield. Can I try the suit on? Badass. The rich and the powerful, like Stark, they don't care about us. The world's changing, boys. Time we change, too. These weapons are crazy dangerous. Listen, Peter, forget the flying monster guy. There are people who handle this sort of thing. Your legal weapons barrier was at 2.30. You missed it. Somebody had died. I was just trying to be like you. I wanted you to be better. I'm gonna need the suit back. But I'm nothing without this suit. If you're nothing without this suit, then you shouldn't have it. I screwed up. You need to stop carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders. I want you to understand. I'll do anything to protect my family. I know you know what I'm talking about. So don't mess with me. I will kill you and everybody you love. My friends are up there! 
guy is still out there. I've just got to do this on my own. Just don't do anything stupid. I got this. All right? Yeah. A lot more action in this. It one. is. <laughs> it's the shocker's in that trailer. He is. <laughs> he's not Sans in his co- costume. He's not in his costume yet, but it's in like half the costume because half the costume is really just like a like a weird like sort of yellowy and brown sweatshirt. Yeah. So I mean, they released a trailer. They released a bunch of uh, news about the movie. Yeah. And there's an interview with Michael Keaton. I read. I'm like, oh, he's he's gonna start talking about it because they kind of started lifting the uh, curtain behind it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's way cooler than I originally thought they're going to show him in his uh, first costume that they showed a little bit in Civil War is like kind of a flashback. Yeah. But the fact that Tony Stark takes his costume away. Awesome. Is awesome that he has to earn it back. Yeah. Like they're starting. It, it's cool that, you know, we, we're, we've got the, the origin story so many times that, of course, none of us wanted them to do the origin story. But in this case, they're. They're actually going for a really like mature and advanced story for Spider. Like it's not just like, hey, he's got to and this time he's got to fight, fight a guy with some wings. Like no, like there's a cool Peter Parker story here. It sounds, seems like yeah, um, and uh, uh, you know Iron Man has that great line where he says, uh, uh, "What is Spider Man says something like, you can't take the costume away from me. I'm nothing without it." And he's uh, he says, "If you don't, if you're nothing without the costume, then you don't deserve it." I'm like, uh, oh shit! Ah, uh, uh, so good. Ah. Uh. Because he, you know, you know, Tony's telling him, it's like, quit trying to get in over your head. You're going to get in over your head, which is a great play on uh, great power, great responsibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, right. you know, Spidey's always going to try to save the day. And it's also interesting because it's it's also a reflection of, like, this long story with, with Tony Stark that we've had, you know? And the things that he has learned over the 17 films that we've watched with him in it. Um, yeah, and I, I and love that's cool too, that the Vulture gets his name not because he looks like an old man with Vulture wings. Yeah. It's because he's picking parts from, uh, you know, the destruction of New York and stuff, and he gets the nickname yeah. because of who he is. Scavenger, yeah. Yeah, and then his, like, I love his, like, bomber jacket that has, like, oh. the ruffled feathers. And... The design of the vulture looks really cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty exciting. And, too, uh, they kind of make him scary. Yeah. Like, yeah, Michael it, Keaton's kind of scary in the movie. It, they steal that shot from Batman Begins where they're, like, looking up at him and his wings go all flappy as he mm-hmm. lands, and I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. yeah it's and, pretty cool. Yeah, so the trailer's pretty fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I kind of don't want to see anything else about the movie. Yeah. Or at least I don't want them to reveal anything else in any of the trailers. I don't trailers. think they will. You know, a lot of people have been saying to you, well, no, no, the whole story. To me, it kind of seems like it's focusing on one element of the story. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, you still, there's still going to be a little more of the high school stuff because they really didn't give that, get into that. Yeah. This one was more of, hey, the Vulture's in this and he's cool. Yeah. And Iron Man's in it. Remember, you love Iron Man from the Avengers? Right. Um, yeah, it's, it's really a lot of them just making sure that you understand, okay... Yes, we're rebooting this again, but this time it's with those movies you like. It's okay, guys. Yeah. Come on, get on board. Well, wasn't you know? the first trailer more high school centric anyway? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. so they're kind of playing both angles. I, I yeah, mean, obviously, we still haven't seen the shocker in costume besides set photos. Yeah. So we know there's going to be another rumble with that. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited. It should be sweet. And there's Absolutely. a couple shots in the trailer that gets me pretty excited. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I'm excited for Spider Man. It's pretty oh, good. I just got that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of shocks. Ah. It took me a second. There you uh. go. I could write a shocker comic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most people with a thesaurus could. Um, yeah, there's also like people in the wake of this have been talking about Venom again because mm-hmm. Sony keeps talking about it. And 
this week sort of said that like, oh yeah, it's going to be like a rated R horror movie. What it's going to be is not real and it's never going to get made. But um, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't believe at all they're going to make a rated R horror I, movie. With, it's weird. With it's them. almost like uh, Sony says, well, yeah, you can have Spider-Man, but look what we can do with all his other characters. Yeah. Okay. Flush him down the toilet. Yeah. I, I don't know. When I yeah. heard they were doing a Black Cat spinoff, I was just like, but why? He yeah. he's a good. That's a good foil for Spider Man. Yeah, I mean you can't. You, I mean you can do the Black Cat one if you're making it like a heist movie where she's. I don't know what she's gonna steal, but it, it is hard to a diamond. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like, uh, like if you're gonna have a Black Cat movie, mm-hmm. that's like a Vicky Vale movie for Batman. You're like, um, yeah. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I, I guess. I mean, I guess you can exist without Batman. But... Well, it's almost like a Catwoman movie. Yeah, and that went so well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's about Vicky Vale's career as a photographing as Vicky a Vale, Ace Reporter. Yeah. Uh, we also got a new trailer for the Mummy. Yeah, here's um, with Tom Cruise, and this is what it sounds like. Whatever's in there has been safely hidden for 2,000 years. This isn't a tomb. It's a prison. Nick! The hieroglyph said she was named Amunet, chosen to be Egypt's next queen. But her thirst for power led her down a darker path, one that had to be stopped. Because of your actions, this ancient power has returned. You are alive because you were chosen. Chosen? By what? Evil. The ultimate evil. Legend has it she's a being of unimaginable powers. Now she's using you to regain them. <laughs> oh my she will not stop until she has remade our world into her own. Stay with me. I'm scared. I'm going to figure this out. Don't leave me. You can't run. You can't escape. She's got plans for you. The trailer is pretty sweet. It's so weird. I my opinion of this movie is so bizarre because I watch it and I'm like, hey, these are awesome action sequences. This is so not a mummy movie that I want to see though. Um, to me, like, it it's seems so like they're, bizarre. They're kind of like, blending like um, 
a Tom Cruise like huge action movie with some shots from the Brendan Fraser mummy movie. Because you have the part where the mummy's head appears in sand and... Right, yeah, they totally steal the sand mummy head thing. Mm -hmm. but it's I, so weird. I think it's an interesting concept of <laughs> Tom Cruise dying and he's coming back. Yes. Because, uh, I mean, I don't know what's going on. I, I think if, this, the set pieces look great, though. I don't know, well, if it's going to be a series where he becomes this, like, supernatural hero um, who, like, runs around fighting monsters all the time, like, yeah, all right, you know. Uh, it it's so it's so bizarre. Laundry. Like oh, laundry. the the whole yeah. trailer is just it it feels yeah, messy. It in the but hopefully it'll be great. No, I I think it looks pretty fun. Um, I mean I, I, I still I don't again I don't uh, I don't know the tone they're trying to accomplish. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sorry I can hear Zach talking to to Kellen. Just, um, he's like really talkative to me today. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, but yep. the mummy. Yeah, the mummy looks good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sure, looks, looks like fun. fun. Uh, and then the most watched trailer of all time, of all time, <laughs> uh, in twenty four hours. Yes, it. yeah, it, it, it happened. It, the trailer for it came out, and then it was in my trailer or do in my in my movie one, as well. Can we just start talking about it. Uh, mm. Do you want to play it? Sure. Okay. There you go. She's all ready, Captain. Thanks, Billy. not like any time I've ever been in before. People die or disappear six times the national average. And that's just grown-ups. Kids are worse. Way, way worse. We all float down here. I saw something. There was this... A clown. I saw him too. Look, it's all connected by the sewers. That's where it lives. What happened? Or does that clown not look as scary as it did the first time? I, I think the TV uh, movie is actually garbage. So yeah, I think I never found the like the the images of Tim Curry in that mask. I'm like, 
why is Tim Curry wearing a shitty looking clown mask? But it's technically like, creepier. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't yeah. know. I think it looks pretty good. I, I it's think so, so bizarre because I don't usually like horror movies, but I watched this trailer and I was like, this seems interesting. And it's probably a, it's 100% like, because it starts and I go, oh, Stranger Things. Had it, yeah, which had is it, like yeah. the snake eating its own tail, mm. you know? Um, I mean, I, I, I get it too, but I also, I'm not a big fan of the book. My wife actually asked me when she watched the trailer if she should read the book. And I said, well, I mean, if you want to read 40 pages about what a town looks like, then I mean, <laughs> go ahead. I, <laughs> Welcome to Stephen King. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of Stephen King's very long novels. Yeah. Uh, even, even something like, uh, uh, the stand, the stand. Thank yeah. you. I'm not uh, a big fan of it. Yeah. Um, I I still never finished it, even though I think it's really re- well written. It, it goes so slowly. I, I don't um, like the book, but I really love the adaptation they did for the TV miniseries. I haven't seen that yet. It's, it's great. It's actually really good. It's with Gary Sinise and um, yeah, um, uh, Bill Faberbaker and stuff like that. It's actually really good. I watched it like a couple of years ago, and I was just totally into it. I only started reading it because of Lost, and and then. You know, got a third of the way in and was like, ah, and I just fell off like I do with so many books. Well, it's weird, like, and, and I don't hate the book, but, uh, well, okay, I, I, I don't care for the book. I don't sure. hate the book. Yeah. The book's very well written, but it, like you said, it goes on and on where the, yeah. where the miniseries just kind of takes out all the parts that are just lagging. Well, that's the yeah. problem with all, most Stephen King's, like, my, my, fi- I do like Stephen King as a writer. Everyone well, has a favorite, and mine's Cycle of the Werewolf, and everyone... Really? Cycle of the Werewolf, I like because it's a novella, so it's really short. Oh, yeah. And it has pretty cool art in it. Sure. Um, and it's a, it's a cool, like, werewolf mystery. Yeah. And when he's concise with his story and and focuses on it, it it's pretty... He's a good writer. Yeah. But when he... Just like it, where he just rambles and rambles and rambles, and like, come on! I just want to see the clown kill somebody. <laughs> I don't care about this stuff. I get it. It's a dark gutter. There's a lot of darkness in the gutter. Somebody crawl into the gutter and get eaten. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I guess they're actually shooting the other, the second one already. I oh, they're making a sequel yeah, already. Because I guess that was the plan originally. Is oh, because the books. I mean, a thousand. So pages. there's no giant spiders in this one. <laughs> well, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> Because I'm guessing, so I'm guessing the first spoiler, part is the spoiler, kids, spoiler. and then the second part will be with as them as adults. Oh, but, oh, that would make sense. Yeah, but oh. again, you know, people talk with great uh, love of the TV version. Oh, yeah. I think it's garbage. I immediately, uh, I immediately texted Shauna as soon as the trailer was out, and I was like, "Have you watched it yet?" And she was like, "No, no, I, 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 I have to like go home and like prepare myself because there are people who really adore it." Oh yeah, um, no, there are, and I, yeah. I'm just not one of them. Yeah, one, I'm not a big fan of of '90s TV horror. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, even horror films in that time sometimes are pretty like tame. Yeah, um, and that's why I think I love the blockbuster direct-to-video ones is because they might not they might be a little more cheesy in the script department but they're way more creative in the creatures and the visuals the visuals and not watered down studio stuff in, yeah. the, in the 90s i will really say that like i think the movie looks really beautiful oh yeah no um, it's, and it's pretty it looks creepy like it's pretty times. expensive like, like that shot of the you know that shot at the end of the kid saying like you can float too i'm like fuck you you can float kid you you stay over there floating yeah i'm I mean, over here i think that I mean, they do a good job of the creepy clown at the end where he's like, rah, 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 and he like starts yeah. charging in the water. Yeah, what was um, that? I don't know. Man, so, it's an uh, it. I'm going to end up seeing this stupid thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll see it. It looks good. <laughs> uh, it 
Looks good. It does. That's the first of many jokes to come. Mm-hmm. None of them funny. Uh, anyway, um, any other trailers from this week you, you care so. about talking about? Um, there was sort of a new. There's sort of a new Pirates of the Caribbean trailer where you see Will Turner, which is very disappointing because he's got like barnacles and shit on your face on his face, and I'm like, what? Well, no, you, well, that's you, you not... have heard what people have been saying about it, right? No. Well, that it's, it's actually really it's good. Really good. Yes, but the people I... at CinemaCon, CinemaCon have seen it. And they they were shocked. Yeah, they said it's fun. My my expectation is that it's good. Yeah. Um. I mean, I've been looking forward to it for a while, but the I don't like that they like. I want Will Turner to show back up, but I like the end of of three. You know, so I don't want him to be like cursed. Su- su- yeah, cursed in any way, right? Because when at the end of three, when he becomes Davy Jones, spoilers for a movie that came out ten years ago or whatever. Um. Exactly ten years ago this year. Really? Yes. Oh, good for me. Look at look at how smart I am. Um, the uh, Brad shaking his head. <laughs> He's like, but it was like two thousand six. That's why it's in the film explosion. Oh snap! No, snap! Dead man's chest at world's end. Yeah, Davy oh, Jones. No, he no, but he doesn't become Davy Jones until the the end of the third one. Yeah. Oh, like at the end of normal uh, Davy Jones. Will no Will Turner becomes Davy Jones? Well, becomes the guy the the guy in charge of. He doesn't become Davy Jones. He becomes oh. the guy in charge of the gotcha. um, of that ship. Right. So, Whatever so it's here's called. to you shaking your head at me. <laughs> anyway. I heard Davy Jones. So Either way, yeah. yeah. Um so you know, at the end, like it's it's kind of this really romantic ending where like he makes a sacrifice and has to be the captain of the ship and then doesn't come back for ten years and, and you get the stinger and I really like it. But I like the hope that he comes back and you know, he's still handsome Will Turner. I don't want him to be all barnacly. Well, you know what? I guess so. I'll you're all vanity. Maybe still the same person on the inside. But he looks sad. He looks like he's sad about the barnacles. I'd be sad about barnacles on my face. <laughs> I know. Me too. <laughs> uh. Anyway, but whatever. I, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, it'll be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people have said it's really good, and then people said Transformers sucks. <laughs> I mean, surprise! Everybody says Transformers sucks. But here's the thing about Transformers movies. Um, they've got cars and they turn into robots and then those robots fight. Yeah, and it's horrible awesome. movies. Oh, no, they're terrible movies, but it's awesome. That 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 trailer in front of Ghost in the Shell didn't really inspire any confidence in me. <laughs> uh, and, and I love Michael Bay hanging out with Mark Wahlberg. But, but those giant, the, there's a giant planet and then the sound goes, Wah! I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to see it. Uh, hey, 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 Ryan. Yeah. Who would you love to make a Batgirl movie? Um, Brad Haig. Thank you. Good job. Do Nicely that. done. Well, in the news this week, it turned out Brad uh, Haig making uh, a Batgirl movie. Yep. Uh, what, I, I want to surprise you guys, but clearly James jumped the gun. Sorry. <laughs> the contracts aren't final yet, but... Um, He's writing and directing it. If yep. anyone understands Batgirl, it's I our friend Brad. I might act in it, too. We'll see. <laughs> they you do know, need... They'll probably need a new Batman trying to one-up Ben Affleck. Uh, so no, the, the real news though is that uh, Joss Whedon's making it. Yeah. Um, well, in talks. Yeah. If they're smart, they'll do this. <laughs> they should have hired him to do Wonder Woman fucking ten years ago. Yeah. Um, but uh, but no, it's it's pretty cool. I you know I um if they do uh, one of the stories I think that would work really well with it is uh in the new fifty two there's a four or five part um. There's a four or five part uh, story called Wanted, and it's uh, dealt with Barbara Gordon actually uh, killing her brother to save her dad's life oh, as Batgirl. Oh, so cool. Jim Gordon goes hunting for Batgirl because it, 
she oh, killed his son, yeah. not realizing that Barbara Gordon's Batgirl. Yeah. And so it's this really cool, like, uh, detective story that just focuses on those two and their relationship. Oh, cool. So you wouldn't have to, so you could, uh, have J.K. Simmons come in and you wouldn't have to mingle with, like, Batman villains or anything. Yeah, I was going to say, is this going to be tied in with all the shit that's happening? I don't know why it wouldn't be. I mean, I guess you have to, but then it's got to be, like, it's got to be Batfleck, Batman. Yeah, that's um, fine. Yeah, I don't know. And, too, I mean, there's a, they have a great uh, ventriloquist uh, one where it's not a gangster ventriloquist. It's this lady who kills her family. Oh, snap. And uh, uses her brother as, like, the likeness for the dummy. Oh, and what? so when Batgirl goes investigate, like the family's all like rotting and dead. It's pretty dark, but it's really cool. Uh, I don't think they can do that. Why not? <laughs> That's so, cool, though. Yeah, I mean, so hopefully they'll do something fun. Yeah. Because um, I guess they're doing the new 52. They're not doing the latest Batgirl of Burnside, which is a fun one, too. If they don't get him, they are fucking up. I agree. Like, I just don't. I don't know why you wouldn't like just give that guy a movie and let him do whatever he wants. It does seem interesting that they would leak that information without it being pretty close. Yeah. Oh know? yeah. Um, yeah. Because that, especially in the comic book community, yeah. like, you know, that's a guy you don't fuck around with. So yeah. So, so. I'm excited. I mean, that'd be sweet. Yeah. If Joss Whedon do Batgirl. Um, there was also news this week that Aaron Sorkin has been in talking. Well, he, or he's going to have a meeting with them as well as with Marvel. Um, which is just ironic, but uh, I don't care who he, which, uh, honestly, yeah, like, let that guy write either of them. I don't care. What Iron if, Man, it, walk with me. No, no. I was going to say, like, what if it's just, like, Batman, like, slowly walking towards the cave? No, it needs to be Iron Man and Captain America <gasps> walking through Avengers Tower, <gasps> like, talking about their philosophical differences. I disagree with you. Oh, it'd be great. Oh, man. But it's around the launch of the new Avengers team. So you just see a bunch of other people, and they're behind the scenes. And they, like, pop in and make a little quippy note, and then they yeah. leave. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Maybe Good. we should write the Aaron Sorkin uh, Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, oh, it's just, I always, like, when Powerball gets to, like, 400 million. Yeah. If I won Powerball, because you know how pissed I was at Friday the 13th got canned, I would offer $25 million to make Friday the 13th. I'd say, Em, I have a director. My friend Brad will be directing this film. Here's $25 million. <laughs> yeah. I think they would let me do it. You think? If he put up $25 million, that's probably the cost of the budget of the movie. They, they probably would accept it in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. <I'm sorry. laughs> like, really? And then I just okay. get points at the end. <laughs> yeah. All ne- I want- negative pickup. <laughs> and your name. Yeah. Executive Dickhole. That'd be sweet. Ryan Frost. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're at the big Hollywood premiere and that credit comes up. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I'd be like, yes. That's how I'll break into Hollywood. I'll just buy my way in. Um, seems like maybe Sylvester Sloan's not going to be in any ex- any more Expendables movies. Um, oh. Okay. Okay. I don't really want any more Expendables movies. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. wasn't even excited about Expendables. No. Nope. So, yeah. Expendables. Well, I mean. Uh, it's the worst I, title. I, I, I am. I am disappointed that i won't get to see the new generation of expendables that they introduced in expendables 3 fair the worst part of expendables 3 like can i just watch bruce willis and sylvester sloan like beat people up i don't want to see bruce willis in it yeah you can't see bruce willis in that because he was greedy and lazy oh yeah, yeah no it's right no yeah. i did you read the story too so there's this thing rumor going around that the rock and vin diesel had this disagreement <gasps> so they could wrestle at wrestlemania oh hell yeah and now there if you, there's this huge story on hollywood reporter how they're keeping them separate because The Rock wants to, like, murder him. He, uh, no, like, the story is he would constantly show up late to the set, Vin Diesel. Yeah. And The Rock was, like, 
at the last day when he posted that on Instagram about how unprofessional his male co-stars are, that he's talking about Vin Diesel constantly late and never showing up, and everyone else shows up on time, and everybody waits for Vin Diesel. Wait, so was it was it for WrestleMania no, or it's, no? It's real. It's super real. Yeah, because they oh. at uh, CinemaCon, The Rock was promoting Baywatch. Yeah, and they're showing the Fate and the Furious there too, and Vin Diesel in there, and The Rock didn't go to it. <gasps> so they're wow. they're purposely keeping them separate, except for their contractually obligated appearances they have to do together. Yeah, it's it's a really interesting story. You can read it on the Hollywood Reporter. Does that mean if that means that The Rock isn't going to be in future Fast and Furious movies, I I I I, I think I want Dominic Toretto to die. Oh uh, yeah, well I want him to die anyways. Well, <laughs> the character, not the real actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, nobody wants Vin Diesel to yeah. die. But it's um, uh, because then we wouldn't get Porsche. more Triple X movies. Oh shit! Uh, no, just uh. kidding. No, but the, the problem with he wouldn't be driving fast enough because he's he's always late. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yeah, but no, I mean, it, plus so, I don't think he's tall enough for his feet to reach the pedals. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's all true. And you're really like Vin Diesel. You really think you're that big of a deal? You can show up late constantly. Even people people that are a big deal like Tom Cruise doesn't do that. Yeah, I mean the money kind of tells him he's a big deal, but he's not. He's not. Really but I mean, w- would you be sad if he wasn't in any more Fast and Furious movies? No. Do you but think he's the glue that holds those together? Yes, because he kind of has to say family. Yeah, unfortunately, if he's not in them, I don't do- think they do as well overseas, which is the market they're made for. You don't think The Rock is a bigger draw than Vin Diesel? I think so. I think he is in the. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they're on the same level. Overseas, like, fucking Triple X made a lot of money overseas. And that movie was stupid as hell. And he was the only name in it. Well, and Ice Cube. Yeah, uh, isn't Sam Jackson in it too? Um, spoilers for Triple X 3, The Return of Xander Cage, for a minute and a half. I, I mean, I know he is because he was talking about it on uh, Jimmy Kimmel or something. No, he is. He's literally in the first 45 seconds mm-hmm. of the movie. Oh hell no! Uh, it's made three hundred million worldwide. Yeah. So uh, I mean, foreign forty-four domestic. Yeah. Just saying. Uh, Somehow I'm... Vin Diesel makes movies that make a lot of money. Part- partially, it's because of the way that they're marketed and stuff like that. But um, let's yeah. see. But I mean, if you take out his Fast and Furious movies, he, his movies are shit. Oh yeah! No 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 no. Besides no. the pacifier. He, yeah, he's only he he can only make sequels to stuff he already did. Like he can't successfully make. Good. I mean, how much money did Find Me Guilty make? Um, I don't know. Well, that and so stuff like uh, the Last Witch Hunter production budget ninety million, domestic twenty seven million. Yep. I'm, I'm just looking. Um, no, he's not good. I mean, I, I think it's garbage that they credit they include Guardians of the Galaxy into his like uh, grossing movies. Well, because I mean, all he says is "I am Groot." He's in, uh, he, but he says it with different inflections. Mm-hmm. If it were Nolan North, we would all love him. No, he's awful. <laughs> I cheer when he gets shot in Saving Private Ryan. She looks wow. like my niece, sir. Wow, <laughs> that's just terrible. <laughs> oh, that's just terrible. I'm anyway. just saying, I'm I'm not a fan. Years later, him, Ryan meets Steven Spielberg. Dude, I love that you killed Vin Diesel right off the bat. <laughs> that I don't have to put up with him. Uh, Jordan Peele might be making an Akira movie. 
which just seems like one of those things where they go like, hey, you made a lot of money. Here, have this they're, thing we can't figure out. They're courting him. There's no there's no confirmation. There's oh, no, no, I know. I know. Yeah. I said might. Yeah. Um, But it's just it's such a weird thing because you're like, uh, I mean. Yeah, keep in mind he made a really good horror movie called Get Out, which y'all should go see. No, he did. Uh, Akira is a very different thing. That movie, man. I don't think people should adapt animes into movies. Hmm. I'm just kidding. As if though we have something to talk about today. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm pretty sure that's news unless there's anything I forgot. Nope. I think that's it. Cool. Oh, uh, the Arvada, Landmark Arvada, Old Town Arvada is oh, closing. that's right. It's closing. The Old Town Arvada. And reopening like a week later. <laughs> yeah. It's under a different oh. name. It's oh, a, yeah. It's becoming we a Harkins Theater instead of Landmark. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. But there's like a big, like, oh, like my Facebook feed was all these articles. Like, Who's Harkins? The Northfield. The t- there's another movie theater. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're, it's another okay. chain. Yeah. Like a Cinemark? Yeah. yeah. Or okay. AMC. Yeah. Like that. It might even be Cinemark. Oh, we I don't saw, even know. Yeah, yeah. we saw uh, Zero Dark Thirty there yeah. some years ago. Yep. If you go back to that episode. Yeah. So. But a bunch of people posted like the Denver Post article, like all yeah. bummed. Like, oh, I, I grew up at that theater, yeah, and I remember yeah. we used to go there like, yeah. after Game Crazy to watch yeah. movies. I, uh, I saw the first Mission Impossible there. Oh, cool. Yeah. But I think it's silly if you just read the article. It says like, no, it's staying open. It's just changing yeah. hands. So. Yeah, yeah. So it's closing for like a week and a half. So they're going to come in, make it all Harkins, and then yeah. reopen it. Yeah, I'd say because it's. I mean, you have so many screens there. And it's too valuable. To just like, I knew someone would snap it up if someone didn't want it. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yep. Hey, Brad. Is anything happening around town? Uh, not a lot. Um, this week's uh, Midnight at the Esquire is uh, um, The Warriors. So, what? Sorry, I had to. Uh, <laughs> they've done that one before. So. Yeah, do, uh, <laughs> do another play? quote from that movie. Uh, no one can. Yep. I was going to say, I don't know one. Yep. yep. It's been so long since I've seen it, I don't even, yeah. I couldn't even tell you. Oh, 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 no, I know the other quote. Uh, come out and play. Yeah, there you yeah. go. And, uh, yeah. Is that it? That's it. Cool. Yeah, we see movies at Alamo. Here's what's playing at Alamo this week. Sweet. Hello. Hi, I'm Kevin Smith. Hi, I'm Leonard Malton. Hi, I'm Mark Hamill. Hi, I'm Elijah Wood. This is Seth Rogen. I'm Christopher Mitzblas. I'm Lone Star. Welcome to the Alamo Draft. The Jurassic Park movie party is happening on the 10th. Um, the Denver's Actors Fund is, prevent, uh, is presenting... Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. <laughs> uh, VHS Insanity is Thing on the 12th. Not the Thing, so just make sure you keep that in mind. No, it's it's completely different. They played a video vortex trailer in front of Ghost in the Shell for it. It's insane. Oh, it looks so amazing. <laughs> uh, Rashomon is on the 11th. Oh. Um, and on the 7th, Your Name, which is like the high, one of the highest grossing movies worldwide and i didn't even know what it was until i thought it was like a mistake on box office mojo i'm like they forget to put in the movie name and it's like some anime from japan yeah oh. your name period or something yeah interesting yeah and that's what's playing at the alamo this week cool so i i actually I have, before i have a, a dilemma and I, I want you guys' input on this so so the little guy saw a trailer for kong and he wants me to go take him to it now, keep in mind, he's already watched and loved all the Jurassic Parks. 
Mm-hmm. Do you think he could sit through Kong? And am I a bad parent for taking him to that kind of movie? I'd say <laughs> Kong has less scarier imagery than Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would like, agree. Those Velociraptor scenes are... I remember being 12 and being kind of like... I think the only thing, yeah, that's, the the, only thing that's iffy might be the Skullcrawler sequence in the yeah. dust. But. Yeah. yeah. I'm not like... Where, yeah, I, I think, think the, the skull crawlers themselves are designed in a scarier way. Like the dinosaurs just are dinosaurs. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think they might more be more like the things that nightmares are made of. Uh, whereas like dinosaurs are, you know, oh, yeah. Plus he plays with dinosaurs. Yeah, um, of course I mean, he he loves course, Jurassic Park. So I mean, it's not you know you also in 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 Jurassic Park you see dudes get eaten in ha- you know or eaten by dinosaurs. Whereas in in Kong, I don't know that you do. I mean, you see people get like get over here. I don't know. I don't think you run, it's the, always so I don't fast, think you run yeah. the risk of like traumatizing him. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you've uh, damage done. He's already been ruined. So like Didn't you say you showed him Predator at one point? Or? No, I, <laughs> I thought I thought you said that at one episode. I'm like no. you can stand that. <laughs> he showed he showed him eyes wide shut, but it's Yeah, that's way different. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't uh I used to watch uh like horror movies and he was too young to pay yeah. attention, but look right. at him now. He's like, "What is that?" Yeah. Now he can look at screens and process. And I forget what right. movie I was watching. Where I'm like, "Ooh, I shouldn't be watching this with was him." It the Gate last week. Or? Well, that was one of them, <laughs> but yeah. But I forgot that the Gate. I I mean, the Gate is uh, PG-13. Yeah. And it's not like that bad because it's claymation monsters. Oh, okay. Um, but man, I can't remember what movie. It wasn't even a scary movie, but it had some scary elements in it, and. uh I wish I wish we were a video podcast. <laughs> like it sounds like Ryan is holding his shit together, but he's totally not. Like oh, <laughs> I do two things at once: train, train your dog and talk on a podcast. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think so either. Because well, my brother Steve texted me and he asked if he should see Kong, and I said, "Yeah." And your son Parker, he's nine. I'm like, Parker, oh. Oh, Parker will really like it. Yeah, I think he's it's like, is I it think appropriate for Parker. I mean, all Kong does is really fight monsters in it. Yeah, I mean, I, yes, there's some scary bits. If you, I mean, if if he has seen similar monstery movies, like big monster movies, and isn't afraid of them, I think it's fine. Yeah, because that's know, what you're whether or not, thinking about it. Because yeah. Kellen keeps on saying, "I want to see the monkey movie. I want to see the monkey movie." Yeah, and he's talking about Kong, and I'm like, I think he can sit through that. And I think there's enough action in it constantly where he won't get bored. Yeah, I mean, he sat through Beauty and the Beast, so. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. if he's not afraid of the beast, he probably won't be afraid of Kong. <laughs> That's pretty yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah actually, yeah. probably right. Yeah, yeah, right. So anyway, um, he's not I think afraid you're good. of yeah, people I know. that are talking candles. I, just my brother had me thinking out loud. I'm like maybe because he asked me about his nine year old kid. I'm like, right? Is, is Kong? Too? No, I couldn't think in my mind Kong was bad. But you know, sometimes I'm like, whatever. He, I let my kid watch whatever he wants. So. Yeah, like it's, the it's helicopter. PG thirteen. There's a reason they do that, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. the helicopter sequence, I think, is the like maybe the scariest part, or like you said, like the the the, the skull crawlers and the skull dust. crawler yeah. and the dust stuff, yeah. Right. So just only because, I might, just only because like the 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 amount of people that are getting wasted. In that I scene. think there's a nine o'clock yeah. showing tomorrow morning. I might take him to it. Yeah, yeah. I think you're probably all right. Cool. I think so. DVDs? Yeah. DVD releases the Blu-rays. Star Wars Rogue One. It's coming yeah, out what, this what, Tuesday. What, where are you guys getting it at? <laughs> I've got the Steelbook at Best Buy pre-ordered. So, is it's on cool? the Steelbook? It's uh, another. It's uh, it's a it's the villains again. They must have a thing going. But it's the Death Troopers yeah. on the front side, and then the back side are just regular stormtroopers, and they're all walking through the water of 
Oh, okay. The finale planet. And then the inside is the heroes, um, like that uh, stand was at the uh, at the theater at Mar- that standy. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Uh, yeah. I think I'm gonna get the Target one just because I it fo- uh, focuses on Jin. I mean, I guess there's character cards. Like I got the Star Trek one there, and it's pretty cool. Um, cool. So yeah, yeah. I, I do like the regular uh, box art for just the standard release. I find it interesting that I'm not super excited to watch it again. Well, I am. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think, I think I mean, it's a good movie. Uh, no, I think it's good. It's just, um, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, Office Christmas Party Unrated is getting its Blu-ray release this week, so if you... What do they leave out? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, Lots I found of out one of the uh, business guys at in Idaho Springs, he does a lot of extra work because he is a, used to be an MMA fighter. Oh, yeah? And he's in the scene with... Uh, where Jennifer Aniston, they go to the bar and they start beating people up. Did, so, were you very je- were you jealous of him for his proximity to Jennifer Aniston? Well, he said he didn't work with her, so I'm guessing oh. he was like shot in like second unit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need some reaction shots in a bar. Yep. He, he uh, fought her stunt double. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that any movie with Adam Driver Patterson is out this week, where he's like a writer in a town called Patterson, I think, or something. I don't know. He's, he's a like, he's a bus driver in Patterson. That's what Patterson. it is. Yeah. Right. The Jim Jarmusch movie. Yes. Um, I don't know. It actually looked kind of interesting. I think I might check yep. it out. Uh, Dolph Lundgren's Don't Kill It. <laughs> Kill what? I, I don't know, man. That's the mystery. <laughs> uh, bring on more demon-killing mayhem is the pull quote on the front of the box. So uh, I guess it's a movie where Dolph Lundgren kills demons. Wait a nice. second. Okay, he's got a gun over his shoulder, but it... Does it have like a what is this? Is it like a square? Brad, what am I looking at? What is this? An umbrella? Is it? <laughs> oh, he's what like, is that? He's <laughs> what the hell is that? Um, it's it like like a like a like a, a shotgun that fires that net thing over people. Maybe it looks it looks like the barrel of the shotgun is square. Or triangular. It's so weird. Go look up the, the poster for Don't Kill It. Um, it's pretty obvious that they took a picture of uh, Liam Neeson and, and photoshopped Dolph Lundgren's <laughs> face on it. Um, Bring on more demon-killing mayhem. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know. I don't know. Good, good um, for Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Uh, uh, Warner Brothers Archive is releasing Ride the High Country this week, uh, which is some old Western kind of movie a uh, little nikita with sydney potier and river phoenix uh, which i've never heard of anybody which ever seen what? what little nikita it's got river phoenix in it and sydney potier isn't he dead uh R- sydney potier no oh, river phoenix i know <laughs> um yeah actually um no, no, i'm just kidding no no it actually kind of looks cool uh but here's as far as best title of the week invasion of the b girls um this is Probably some old seventies movie where a lot of women wear not a lot of clothes. Oh, nice. oh, Zach, you have to just turn your mic off. It's not going to get better than that, man. Yeah. That was really good. They'll yeah. love the very life out of your body. Ordin- <laughs> ordinary, <Hell> yeah. <laughs> ordinary housewives turn into ravishing creatures. Uh, oh yeah, and there's like honeycomb patterns oh. in the background. It literally mean they mean bees. But then all these women are just wearing swimsuits, and then they're fucking fighting. Look at this lady down here fighting this dude. She's like, you will, you will treat me with respect. Yeah, she stung him with her hand. <gasps> oh, oh, oh! And these swimsuits are like they're they're black stripey, like they're bees. Yeah. Huh. 
Anyway, I like I'm, how old movies actually put the quotes like English lit around a, a movie title. Oh on the, yeah, on the poster, Invasion of the Bee Girls. <laughs> Nowadays, yeah. it kind of seems like sarcastic. Yeah, Invasion <laughs> of the Bee Girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is actually a Scream Factory release. Holy shit! No, oh. I didn't even realize. Which one is that? Uh, Invasion, Invasion of the, the Bee Girls. Girls. Oh, nice. Yeah, you know, um, I, I remember. Uh, towards the end of the year, they had this. They have the catalog of like a ton of movies. They used to put them out on DVD. And they said, hey, which movies do you want to see on Blu-ray? And I guess the response was so big that they just put them all out. So there's some like really weird ones coming out, like The Brain That Wouldn't Die. What is she doing oh, with that turbine? Really? The Brain That Wouldn't Die? That's a, that's a um, MST3K yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. What's funny is that when the credits roll at the end, it says the title of the movie is The Head That Wouldn't Die, which is a more accurate title. Yep. Um, is yeah. he tied to a trash can or the limo? No, I think she's got him tied to like a bed. But yes, the way they put the two pictures together, this looks like a trash can. Yeah. Then also, this guy's he- whole top of his body is cut off by the like log this woman is sitting on. Yeah, what's she doing to that turbine? I don't know. She's just, she really likes this weird Come airplane on. turbine. And then this woman over here is being attacked. This is weird. Anyway, um, a lot going on in this movie. Yeah, but not a lot of clothes. So. Ryan will probably I'll buy it. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect timing. Psycho Circus uh, is a playful movie. Three Rings of Terror. Is that, is that where Norman Bates goes to the circus? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's uh, Brotherhood of Satan, Torture Garden, and the Creeping Flesh. Uh, I think it's a, a triple feature. Like um, I love the name, Creeping Flesh. Yeah, I think it's three horror movies that take place at a circus. The Three Rings of Terror. Um, ah. Yeah, because they're directed by... Uh, different people so mm. uh, Mr. Deeds Goes to Town is getting a Blu-ray release I already got that one mm. cool, cool. <laughs> wait yeah it's uh, actual Mr. Deeds Goes to Town yeah. and not Mr. Deeds well, yeah. this is a okay. re-release because they had like an anniversary edition yeah I got the anniversary oh, one. oh okay cool 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 uh, Sally Field and Tom Hanks and Punchline gets a DVD release this week uh-huh. or Blu-ray for release dish. anybody want that <laughs> besides me <laughs> Uh, they should do it as a double feature. They should, they should put it a shout select. That sounds like a shout select movie. Yeah. The complete collection of Diagnosis Murder, 178 episodes. Nice. Of Dick Van Dyke Pleasure. I think Wait, on Blu-ray? Yeah, on Blu-ray. That's new. I think that's yeah. the same number of episodes in the Dick Van Dyke show. I might have to you buy think? that. Oh, wow. How Maybe. much is it? Oh. Click on It's probably like 200 bucks. I closed the window. You two seconds, asshole. two seconds, two seconds. $110. That's not bad. Not bad at all. For 178 hour-long episodes. Eight seasons. Yeah, 27 yeah. discs. That's a lot of plastic. That is. Man. You know what? I'm going to buy it just in spite of my wife. <laughs> like, look at all this plastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got to sit down and watch all this bad medical uh, stuff. It's actually pretty me. highly regarded as like a fun show. No, I'm no, I mean, I mean, because the medicine, oh, yeah, the medicine, won't like it. the medicine in any TV show is never good. Oh yeah, and, yeah. So she's gonna watch it and be like, this, "No, that would never happen. <laughs> that would never." Well, yeah, I know. There's, there's not that much drama. You know, I don't say that when I watch cops on TV, like not the show, but you know, in a movie where yeah. they do stupid things. You like, will. I'm not like mm, that procedure. I thought of it last week when, um, what did we see last week? Power Rangers. Mm. Power Rangers. Yes, there's that scene where the one the one cop they find a dead body in the ocean, and then they've got it in the boat, oh, and yeah. one cop shows up and is like, "I'm gonna go look into this dead body y'all got," and he's like, "Oh, just hold on, to, hang on to my boat. I'm gonna go home. Here's there's the beer keys. in the fridge. There's beer in the fridge, and the cop, what the one cop yeah, goes down there without any backup. Keep uh, the scene secure until uh, yeah, like detectives and stuff show up. Sure, <laughs> not some random like street cop like." 
That scene happened, and I was like, I'm sure this is not the way cops behave. Yeah, but see, I, I can look past it because the movie's already stupid. So. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still Power Rangers. Uh, three, which is a Johnny Toe movie. Uh, he's some director. I don't know. You reviewed it, one of his films, Drug War? Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so this is a guy yeah, from the guy he, who made Drug War. That's all right. Cool. Um, and then the, uh, there weren't a whole lot of horror movies this week, but the, 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 the scariest one for sure is Lady Gaga, the media collection. Um, <laughs> so if you want a, a whole lot of Lady Gaga media or something, hey, James, don't blame her it, for stuff. She was born that way. It's literally just interviews and press conferences. That and was a Lady Gaga appear- joke. Like who wants a Blu-ray of just Lady Gaga interviews and, and TV appearances? Uh, if they did uh, a Rod Stewart one, I'd probably get it. Well, yeah, <laughs> but you're insane. Yep. Anyway. Sounds like a bad romance between my wallet and myself. I already said born this way. No one even paid attention to I me. Know. Yeah, but his was funny. Um, <laughs> no, if you weren't so self-involved with your sound of your own voice. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. I was trying to read. Yeah, not very well. It's hard. It's hard to read. His man. inner monologue is just like, listen to my voice. I'm reading a cool book. I got this book. Uh, it's called Slash of the Titans. Oh, yeah. And this guy went through and researched Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> and he has all 10 like scripts that were discarded. And he has interviews with the screenwriters. It's actually pretty interesting. I was ones ho- by Jabba J. Scow. <laughs> uh, whatever. Like I have the Fred Heads. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm sure it's in there. Uh, I was hoping it was a book about how to edit Clash of the Titans. <laughs> no. Sorry. That's no, pretty interesting. Put James Mason in everything. <laughs> I know. I just think it, like if you know the troubled history of good old Freddy versus Jason, it's yeah. it's pretty interesting in how they couldn't get it together. I was reading yeah. they spent some like $10 million developing scripts. Jesus. I can imagine it's the premise is Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, but you know it's, it's not easy to write that but, movie. But the ironic part is the one that they decided to go through with is they didn't change any mythologies. Like, yeah, mm, we'll just let them be who they are. Yeah, instead of trying to make it overly complicated. Right, and it's fun. Yeah, it's got, Ke- it's got Kelly Knowles in it. Yep, the one line she improvised—that's complete garbage. Who runs around in a Christmas sweater? You know, I, I don't mind too many things, but when you improvise the word um, faggot and they leave it in the Whoa. movie, not good. Whoa. All right. You know? Sure. Not cool. She was, it was, she was, she was method, man. Yeah. No. It was method. If That's... I was a director, I'd be like, fucking cut. <laughs> no. <laughs> but they left it in, too. Fired. Yeah. But, you know, maybe as Ronnie you, he didn't understand the language. It was back in the time. You know, what? that word meant different things. 2003. Back then. Ronnie yeah. used just like, what is that word? I like that new yeah. word. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. It is weird, though, because that word, when it shows up like in Lethal Weapon and stuff, you go, wow. Yeah, that's a pretty hard like. Like slang word, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, things, were, things were different, you know? Yeah. When Rig says it, not in 2003. I know. I agree. <laughs> cool. What's next? We've been watching shit. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Zach, what'd you watch this week? Um, shit. I only watched two things. Um, I rewatched The Men Who Stare at Goats. Huh. <laughs> I have no idea why. Is that all right? I just wanted to watch, uh, I just wanted to watch um, George Clooney um, act like a psychic. I remember very little about that movie. Is that movie good? It's... Uh, you know what's funny? It's like, so I put it out on Facebook. I was just like, am I the only person who likes this movie? I no. actually got the most mixed response I've ever gotten, which is like, oh, I love that movie. Oh, that's so complete garbage. Um, but it's, I think it's, I think it's quirky and funny, but yeah. it's definitely not the best movie ever made, but, 
Um, and it's certainly not the best thing George Clooney's ever had his producing hands on. I think but. you have to be in the right mood to watch it. Yeah, I, I don't think it's uh, right. I don't think it's a bad movie, but it, you definitely yeah. have to be. You have to be focused on that movie, yeah. oddly enough. Isn't that strange? Because like, because like, if anybody doesn't know the premise of the Men Who Stare at Goats, it's about Ian McGregor plays a journalist who's covering this special forces in the army that's essentially like Buddhist monks who believe in a thing called the Force. I'm not kidding. It's what it's called in the movie, the Force. And they believe that they have the ability to perform telepathic powers and stuff like that. Like so much so, like the claim to fame is is that they can stop a goat's heart by staring at it intently. Yeah. Um. And uh. And and there's an evil guy, guys, played by Kevin Spacey, naturally, who is trying to overtake the unit and use it for more diabolical purposes. Um. It's 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 an insane movie. I love it though. Yeah. Um. The only oh. other thing that I watched this week was um. Netflix, so I'm waiting desperately. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I did watch a lot of MST3K, but yeah, me too. can't really talk too much about it, except that like, I, I saw Werewolves again, and I saw Ega, and tonight I'm going to watch Manos um, for, just to see if, it's any, <laughs> if it holds up. It but, does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it does. But um, I, I forgot I mean, how many t- like scenes there are of people driving in that movie. I know. <laughs> they, were put, they pointed out in an article, they were like, we didn't know which films to choose because we didn't want to choose ones like Manos because it's hard to riff even for that film because there's long stretches of nothing happening. Um, but Netflix put out a documentary series called uh, Five Came Back, um, produced yeah. by Steven Spielberg. Is that out? Yes, it is. Oh, man, it I was looking forward on, to that. It came out Friday. Cool. So I watched, I just crammed through it, um, and it's a documentary series about five film directors who joined the spe- uh, the U.S. forces in, during World War II and did documentary films for the war effort. Um, yeah, I re- read a whole article about it. It's pretty interesting. It's yeah. really good. The, each episode is roughly between an hour and an hour and ten minutes. Oh, so it's is, is it like an episode about each guy? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. um, it's they they cover. Um, so the way the system is set up is that it's five directors on five directors. So you have Guillermo del Toro talking about Frank Capra. You have Lawrence Kasdan talking about John Ford or no uh, George Stevens. Uh, you have uh, Steven Spielberg talking about William Wyler, mm. um, and you have um, Paul Greengrass talking about John Ford. Cool. And you have Francis Ford Coppola talking about John Huston. And they go th- – the stories kind of intermingle because a lot of them actually work together on several projects. Yeah. Like um, the D-Day footage that was shot, uh, like the big D-Day footage that you see like in uh, archives and whatnot was actually shot by Ford and Stevens. Wow. And Ford got so distressed that he went on a three-day bender – and was uh, reported belligerent by his by these superior officers, and was told to report back. Wow! And he was shipped right back to Washington. Wow! Because like he just could not handle the the intensity of the Battle of D Day. Yeah. Um. And George Stevens, meanwhile, um, you know, he goes on to film the 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 footage at the uh, liberation of Dachau, mm-hmm. and instead of becoming a filmmaker, he then becomes a a, a guy gathering evidence. Yeah. For the trials, because his films were the films that they used at Nuremberg wow. to um, essentially convict people like Goering and Hitler. And, yeah, well, not <laughs> Hitler killed himself. Spoiler alert. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I know it should have been us, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should have traveled back in time and killed that son of a bitch. Right. Um, yeah, Brad, do you remember Brad Pitt killed him? <laughs> 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 no, that was Eli Roth who killed him. Because remember Brad oh, that's Hitler. True. That's, right. yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, it's a really good documentary series. It's only three episodes, so it, it flies by quickly. But cool. they tell really good stories 
Um, uh, there's a really great segment on uh, John Huston's uh, documentary "Let There Be Light," which is about PTSD in the um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, coming home from war, mm-hmm. and that was the inspiration uh, partially for the master. Which I, so I found it fascinating. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, that's all I watched this week, guys. I know cool. you, now I got to watch a documentary on Netflix. I know. <laughs> hey, they, and, like they make I said, good it's, ones. It, it's so it, Meryl Streep narrates it. Spielberg's in it. Fuck, I'm not watching it. No. What? <laughs> no, like that's why I was won over when I saw the trailer. I was like, Meryl Streep and Steven Spielberg. I'm in. Yeah, because they're working together. And then, spoiler and then, alert. And then, and then Guillermo and oh yeah, man. Yeah. Spoiler alert: Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg are all going to do a movie together soon, guys. Nice. Yep. Called The Post. Cool. 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 James. Um. Yeah. Not a lot. I. Uh, I've also been watching a lot of Mystery Science Theater 3000. And, uh, Seems like we're getting ready for something. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Netflix, and it's really easy to watch. Like, uh, And then I rewatched just a couple things. I rewatched Guys and Dolls. Um, guys and Dolls. Nope, that song's <laughs> not in that movie. It's just a bunch of crazy um, guys and dolls. In this case, watching it, I was like, man, there are a lot of songs in this, though. Yeah. Like, cause, yeah um, and, then, uh, and then I rewatched Some Like It Hot, which is still... One of my favorite comedies of all time, mm-hmm. um, and I was, I, but I was thinking about it earlier when you were talking about like things used to be different, and people. There's actually a line in there where <laughs> Tony Curtis says, "Why would a guy want to marry another guy?" But then the ending yeah. where, uh, right? No, it's, it's great. Like, like it's so <laughs> ahead of its time. Um, and yet, the, the captain doesn't care that he's a dude because yeah, he like, looks great. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's literally the last line of the movie. Oh, so that good. That is a good movie. I've seen that in a while. Yeah. It's so do good. Do you want it on Blu-ray? Yeah, of course I do. Nice. Yeah. Um, and it looks pretty good. It, you still th- get things on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> there's, um, there's some shots. Nobody. <laughs> yeah. There's some scenes and some shots where like the color will change halfway through slightly mm. or it'll jump or whatever. Um, and there are some scenes where the film's dirty. Um, but the the Blu-ray transfer is not not bad at all. Like right it's on. it's pretty good for a you know pretty old movie. Nice. Um, but yeah. Anyway, um, that I think that's it. I don't think I saw it. Brad, um, did you guys catch uh, Netflix Live this week? No. no what what, was that? No, what was <laughs> it though? Um, I only caught the canceled version of it, which uh, apparently was, it was an April Fool's joke, but the. Um, the program was Will Arnett color commentating like a microwave and a toaster and, <laughs> and people doing a thumb wrestling war. What? <laughs> All right. Um, wait, wait, so, so what was it? Though? Wait, like, what it, is Netflix live? It was an April fool's joke. Like they, they oh. aired the, I didn't see the first episode. Um, and I think from what I gathered watching oh. the second one was that it's just the first one. And, but they put the word canceled over the whole screen the whole time. <laughs> is it like a joke version of Saturday Night Live? No, I think it was supposed to be they're 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 pretending it was Netflix streaming live. Oh, okay. Um with Will Arnett doing color commentary for these things. <laughs> but it's 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 pre recorded. Sure. Um Okay. Yeah. And it, it yeah, it's it's he's like in a little uh, picture in picture frame mm-hmm. in the bottom left hand corner. Um and then they just have like a full frame of a microwave and it's just sitting there counting and he's making funny comments <laughs> about, you know, oh, we're at 30 seconds. <laughs> what else have you done in your life that's worth like 30 seconds long? <laughs> Stuff like, and then the toaster. Oh, oh yeah, it's going to come out all crispy and brown. <laughs> and then like do a re- instant replay in slow-mo of the toast popping out and the guy like fumbling it. Oh, that's um, funny. Yeah. 
Huh. And then they'll switch back and forth. And now we'll go back to the microwave. I think it says microwave on the top of it. <laughs> so is it is it gone? Is there no way to watch it anymore? I haven't checked today, but I didn't finish it. Um, <laughs> oh, you're saying you couldn't hold your attention? Well, yeah, not against Zelda. <laughs> fair. Totally fair. Um, but it, it might, I think it said till April 2nd. So I don't know if that meant like it is still on today or it's going to be gone yeah. already. Yeah. Oh, shoot. So. Interesting. But yeah, it was, it was so weird. I, I was scrolling through my Netflix feed and it said uh, recommendations of things that are canceled and it just had their <laughs> program on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I watched that and then I saw Logan again and that was awesome. Oh, man, uh, I, I need to go still see still got me. Uh, and yeah. it, it was a much better experience since I was at the Alamo this time. It, it wasn't me. That wasn't me. He's carrying his like <laughs> yeah. lifeless body out. Oh, man. And she turns the cross into an x yeah i know no really no really that part made me really sad ah so good yeah. so good um and the last thing i watched was raw oh oh no how Which, yeah how how is how is that i don't know what to make of it it's either it's a movie about cannibal lady right no well, it's like she goes to a veterinary school or something right I... yeah you're on the right track she there. gets a rash <laughs> it's like one of three things. It's either just weird and <laughs> it's, it's it's weird in French, or okay. it's a sibling rivalry movie. Wait, or, it's about a rivalry? Yeah. All right, I've been rushed to. <laughs> or it's a really smart meditation on f- dealing with freshman year of college. Yeah. Are any of the none of the things you said or were freshman year of veterinary school? I guess none of the things you said were about cannibalism. That's in it. Um. So the story is this girl goes to veterinary school. Uh, they do a hazing for all the new uh, freshman vets. And she's a her whole family's uh, vegetarian, so she won't eat meat. And then progressively, as she gets put through the ringer, um, like the stress of trying to keep her grades up, like, like she's a straight-A straight, straight a kid and everything. Sure. And her, her, uh, her teacher gives her shit because he's like... You know, I, I don't like you being here because you make the other kids feel dumb. Um, and they're the ones wow. that are working really hard. And, like, you're already great at this stuff, and you're just you're kind of bringing down the class and stuff. Wow. Um, that's terrible. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the other students are going through their dorms and tossing all their shit out constantly, making them uh, uh, wear diapers to class and... Um, yeah, I'm so glad I never went to like diapers to break, class. Yeah, you know, so that you don't have to go to the bathroom while mm. you're learning. Yeah, I had a friend. All these weird hazing, like dumping blood on them and stuff. Yeah, when I was, I don't know, in my mid twenties, who he was having a party, he put on a Depends, and said, like, "I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna drink all night and not go use the restroom." Well, he passed out with a diaper on. He woke up with like huge rash on him. No. <laughs> uh, I have, I have one question. Is there genital mutilation in this movie? No. Okay. Oh, thank God. It's actually a lot of the... <sighs> so it's not as gory as I think the trailer makes you think it is. Okay. Um, a lot of what is shocking is in the trailer. There's one thing at the end where the dude's like leg is all chewed up. Uh, that's pretty gory. Um, but it's really just her going throughout the year, just get, turning more and more into a party girl because her sister's there too. She was, oh, okay. I think, a couple years ahead of her. Sure. I think she's a senior. Sure. Um, so she's in on the hazing and like turning her into this party girl. 
Um, huh. It's really like coming of age in college against the backdrop of a girl who's suddenly experimenting with cannibalism. Uh, at one point, <laughs> there, there it is. All right, we got there. At one point, her sister is trying to give her Brazilian wax, and oh, she freaks okay. out and kicks her and cuts. And her sister cuts off her own finger. <gasps> okay. And then while she's passed out from the blood, she starts to eat her sister's finger. And then when she what? wakes wait, up, wait, she gets wait. hot. Wait. Yeah. A lot of the things you just said don't make any sense. So she's getting Brazilian wax, kicked her sister, mm-hmm. and then her sister cut off her finger. Y- yeah, like with, they do w- it, with the wax. It like happens off screen. Like she gets kicked, and then she rises up, and you just have like this horrified look on her face, and then she brings her hand up in frame. And so you're just meant to assume that you're good. Uh, yeah. Uh, but h- what cuts the finger off? Uh, she was gonna like the the wax tape got stuck, so she was gonna like scissor the hair oh. instead. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So the okay. All right. Um, that's interesting. All right. Yeah, and then you you find out that her sister is also cannibal and. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um. So it's like her hereditary. I think so, because the, there's a reveal at the end that. I I, I shouldn't say I guess because it's. Brad, is this movie I'm, a vampire movie? <laughs> it, I, I I don't know what to make of it. At some points, it felt like it was a vampire movie or a cannibal movie. Neon this... Demon is not a vampire movie. It's a <laughs> shit movie. <laughs> at, least, at least you knew where I was going. Yeah. No, I it, it had the at one point it got or was like I was looking at it, watch, thinking this could be a Nicholas Winding Refn movie. Like it's kind of got the same vibe. So, uh, it, but it's, at one point, I started just hoping it was over. Okay. It got it got pretty boring towards the end, and I was, I was like, "How much longer is this ending going to go on?" <laughs> as someone like, who, as someone who really hated the trailer but did like Neon Demon, should I see this movie, Brad? No, I don't think the Neon Demon for me is at least visually interesting. Like, even if you don't understand it, it's like sure interesting to look at. Sure, Raw is just more and more. I, just bland, I guess. Okay. Um, huh. yeah, Interesting. Like, it, it is kind of subversive, but at the same time, I'm, I, it wasn't interesting. Yeah. Like, they, they cut away to sometimes, because it's vet school, so they have, really, like, really grotesque, like, they cut open a dog. Sure. And then at one point, and this is the reffing part, they're just zooming in on this dog on a on a uh, operating table. Yeah. In the room where I think they dispose of the bodies. Sure. It's, well, it's covered up. It's a sheet that you think is probably covering up a person. Yeah. And then just all of a sudden, the corner, like a ghost picked it up, just pulls it and like pulls it off the side. And then it reveals the dead dog and then goes back to the movie. Oh. So it, it's kind of like the. There's some magic realism in there or like so some, some surrealism. Some surrealism in it, yeah. yeah. And at one point, when she finds out her roommate like has the huge wound in his leg. Um, her sister chewed her, her cheek off, and so she looks in the mirror, and then it's not there for a, a second. Sure. Um, so I I know Henry said it was terrible. I don't think it's terrible. It's just I don't know what to make of it. Yeah. Um, I I just find it funny because like you'll talk about it, and then all of a sudden some cannibalism shit will pop up. Yeah. And be like. Yeah, so they you know, would talk about all oh, this, some stuff about dissecting dogs. Uh, oh, and then her sister eats half her face off. And you're like, what? What? Whoa, 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 whoa. Sounds uh, like a French movie to we me. Yeah, the that's line. why I'm like, it's either a weird French movie or it's like a really smart meditation on uh, uh, 
being a freshman in college. It sounds like it's a weird French movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, French. Interesting. Yeah. All right. I think I will stay home. Yeah. And I, I, I was watching it. I was, I, I knew James and Ryan aren't going to see this. And probably Their minds are made up and they're probably right. I don't know if it's streaming for free on Netflix. I might watch it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it looked interesting enough where I, it's like a curiosity watch. Yeah. The trailer makes it way more interesting than it actually mm. is. Ugh. Like, it almost seems like it's a zombie thing. Like, there's an infection mm. going on. Yeah. Yeah, because there's that the, part where she's like, oh, these sheets are giving me rashes. No, the rashes are because she eats, like, some sp- spoiled food from the hazing. Oh, sure. Um, So she just has an allergic reaction to it, and then it's over. Oh. Like, mm. her skin peels and everything. But the Dis- doctor explains, oh, you know, you're fine. You'll... Hmm. All right. Yeah, just wait a few days, drink water, you'll be fine. <laughs> I'm good. Is that it? Yep, that's it for me. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah. I watched uh, RoboCop 2 this week. Nice. Uh, the Scream Factory. And, you know, it's actually better than I remember it. I don't think it's actually a bad movie. That's what no. I said. Um, I like RoboCop 2. It's, uh, it. it's, it's interesting, you know, uh, Murph going through, you know, the the withdrawals of being what he is and still has feelings for his wife and realizing that if his wife thought that he remembered her that it'd be more difficult for her and um and you're right like on the blu-ray i didn't notice it had like blues and greens and purples on his armor um no and it's uh it's just really it's way better than i remembered it um i haven't watched robocop 3 yet (laughs) but um i don't know if that one's gonna be way better than i remember it but you know who knows yeah it's it's more interesting to watch uh what's his name apologize for the movie Decker, <laughs> yeah, oh. Decker. Um, but yeah, RoboCop two. Um, and yeah, and the, the special robot fight features the are is... yeah, yeah. The Robo fight's fun. Special features are really good on it. I mean, if if you want to get one of them, if you're, I would get RoboCop two. Yeah, because I mean, the picture looks great. Um, the special features are pretty awesome on it, mm-hmm. um, and it's not that bad of a movie. So yeah, uh, yeah. I I didn't remember too much of it, but um, you know, it's still pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, you know, you get into it right away at the beginning where, you know, the police are nowhere around. <laughs> then RoboCop shows up and just starts wasting people. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And I think it's pretty clever to use, like, kids as bad guys or... Oh, that kid. Cause, Creeped the hell out of me when I was yeah, young. Well, because it's interesting because, you know, he won't hurt them. And if the bad guys know that, then they kind of use them as, you know, vessels. And I think it's... Yeah, so it's a pretty fun movie. Yeah. Uh, and it's amazing. It's, I think, almost twice as long as the original, but it doesn't feel like it. No. It moves by really fast. It's the third it, longer or something. It's long. Yeah, it's two hours at yeah. least. Um, but yeah, it moves by quick. Uh, I love 80s action movies anyway, so they're pretty fun. Yeah. Um, I rewatched They Came Together, and that movie cracks me up <laughs> every time I watch it. Uh, and I just... So I've been on this like Michael Showalter, David Wayne kind of... And I even rewatched American Summer just because I love like Michael Ian Black because he's never like a big character and stuff. But he's always like a douchebag. Well, I mean, he's not in Wet Hot American Summer, but like in this, where he's just this like, is the one where he jumps out the window, right? <laughs> well, in, this is the one where he has sex with Colby Smulders yeah, in the background. Yeah, in the background yeah. where uh, Paul Rudd comes home, he's like, "I'm ready to pop the question." Yeah, <laughs> and uh, oh no, Jason Manzucas jumps out the window. Yeah, because yeah. he throws him a football. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and he said, "Yeah, I just thought he was just a skis ball that came into my office and took condoms out of the jar, but." He really had sex with my girlfriend. <laughs> uh, and it, it's I think it's a movie that might be too smart for some people. That sounds stupid saying it because of how like goofy the comedy is. But it skewers so many romantic comedies and does it in such a way that's really clever. Even in the things where it might start getting on your nerves where 
Paul Rudd goes to this bar and he's like, um, the bartender says, you look, you look all right. He's like, tell me about it. Well, you came in here, sat down and had a couple drinks and you've been quiet ever since. You can say that again. Well, you came in here looking sad and it goes on for like two minutes of them just repeating this over and over. Yeah. And then it cuts to them at dinner and they're like, dude, we get it. It's, yeah. it's a funny movie. Oh, it's great. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I definitely think it's like kind of a ahead of its time. Yeah. Um, if you can say that for a movie from 2011 or 2012. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I just love it. And, you know, I think uh, uh, I was going to say Leslie Nope, Amy Poehler. Um, <laughs> she's uh, she's great. Yeah, she um, is. She's she's always really funny in her stuff, but you know, for some reason, I'm never like interested in seeing her like movies with Tina Fey, like Sisters or no, because uh, they look like garbage. Uh, baby Mama, Baby Mama. But my older brother loves Amy Poehler, and I think he has like this crush on her. Yeah, because when I was telling him that, I said, "Yeah, I finished Parks and Rec." He's like, "Oh, I just love Leslie Nope," <laughs> and it's like. Really? That's the character you? <laughs> yeah, he didn't say like Tom Hall- Halliford or I'm like, hmm. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that that movie was lots of fun. Um, I watched the Wishmaster Collection, which is how many of those are there? Ah, uh, there's four. How many uh, of them are good? One and a half. <laughs> <laughs> um, ironically, the first is one's the actually... first one 150 percent good. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, I mean, the first one's cool because it's uh, directed by Robert Kurtzman. If you know anything about horror special effects, he's part of K, K and uh, K and B. Is he uh, the K? He is. And he still does. He does lots of horror stuff still. He's he obviously does Walking Dead now. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's it's literally a story about a djinn who lives in this jewel. And I talked about it last week. It's like a monkey paw thing where it's like, I want all the money in the world. He's like, you want all the money in the world. And he does something where they have to. It's like backfires on. And they just get crushed with gold. Yeah, I mean, well, like the economy crashes because no one has money. Yeah, uh, it's not that like uh, smart, but it. Uh, <laughs> but it's still like the creature looks really cool in it. Uh, the second one's not very good. The third one's not very good. The fourth one's actually has some pretty cool effects in it. Oh, okay. Um. So half of it's good. So the first one, if you like that kind of film, is uh pretty fun. And then the fourth one is all right. Uh, what? Where does the Wishmaster live? He lives in a jewel. Oh, okay. So, like, you get a jewel and then you, like, rub it? Mm, yeah, so there's, like, uh, I mean, just to give you an example. In the first one, there's this homeless guy who gets kicked out of this uh, convenience store by Reggie Bannister, who is in Phantasm. And he's a pharmacist, and so he's walking down the street, and the gin's there. And he's like, I hope that guy dies. He says, is that what you wish for it to happen or something? And then he gives him, like, cancer or something, and he dies. Um, but, like, some cancer that makes him, like, vomit and have blisters all over his face. I don't know what kind of cancer that is, but the gin yeah. gave it to him. Uh, vom- vom- <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, he's a cool character. And uh, the Vesteron series has really cool special features. I mean, anytime you get directors to do commentaries on the Wishmaster, <laughs> you're, pretty good. you're doing, you're doing a pretty good job on pretty it. Pretty good. Um, yeah. So yeah, the second, third, uh, third one only have commentaries. The first one has tons of special features and the fourth one has a making of too. Um, okay. So yeah, I mean, if you're, you're like, huh, I have, I want to spend, $37 on four <laughs> B movies. But I went back and I looked and the first Wishmaster I think cost $4 million to make. It made like $20 million at the box office. So, huh. I mean, that's pretty big return on a small investment. Yeah. Um, they clearly had an audience. Yeah. And produced by Wes Craven. So, I mean, and it has like lots of horror people in it. Oh, it's cool. kind of like, you know, hey, if you're in a horror movie and you want to get killed by a djinn. Do uh, Kazam is for you. Yes. Oh, that'd be sweet if you fought Shaq. 
Oh, Wishmaster, Wishmaster Five. five. <laughs> Jin versus Kazam. Kazam just shows up rapping. <laughs> yeah, and then that could, would yeah. be sweet. I uh, wish I was the best rapper ever. <laughs> Hello, Hollywood. Pick up the phone. I don't know you're there. <laughs> I uh, I watched uh, the House on Sorority Row, which is was remade in. Is that kind of like Sorority 20, Row? Yeah, it was remade in twenty seven. Oh, uh, okay. At Sorority Row, but without a house. There's still a house, but uh, negative marks for the nineteen eighty three version. Uh, no Carrie Fisher. Um, no dude killing people with a tire iron. Um, he's killing them with like this cane that the house, the, what do they call the lady who's in charge of the sororities? The house mom. Does that sound right? Sure. No. Sorority master. Sorority master. Mistress. Mistress. (laughs) Um, so he kills her people with like this. Oh, am I supposed to say it's a he? (laughs) There's a Um, shocking twist ending. Um, it's a guy. Yes, and so she he kills people with it. And Spoiler alert, it's a dude. <laughs> you know, sometimes, like, 80s slashers, I'm like, I forgive them, but this one was not, not great. That, not was that it a great. Scream Factory release? No, um, this was a Amazon Prime free download oh. that I would watch at 4 in the morning when I had nothing else to do. Always oh, a sign okay. of quality, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, it has a really pre- pretty big following. I think there is a special edition of it somewhere. There's got to be. That's I, limited. I, I, like super limited. Wait, what year did you say it was made? Eighty three. Oh, okay. I remember when the remake came out and like, um, like because I used to do theater checks at Regal. Mm-hmm. I'd go in there. That thing was fucking packed the oh, first yeah. two days. Well, no, oh. I, I mean and then it, the dips obviously. Well, yeah, I mean the 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 remake isn't that bad. I mean it's not great, but yeah, I I always just thought it was silly because because of the weapon that it uses. Yeah, it is silly. <laughs> tire iron of knives. I mean, it's effective. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Gets so, yeah. the job done. <laughs> so it was all right. I mean, I, I like my 80s horror films and slashers. Yeah. It was all right. I mean, yeah. is it any Friday 13th? No. Is it better than Friday 13th Part 5? Yes. Um, all right. Is that the porn <laughs> those, one? Those yes. things are, right? <laughs> you know, there are some people that defend that movie, like, staunchly. Like, it's it's one of the best Fridays. Can, can, and can I can I meet them and kick them in the nuts? I know. I'm like, you guys don't know any good movies. <sighs> and okay. I actually, I put down Slash of the Titans because... I don't know, I'm like 40 pages into it, and the next chapter is an interview with Adam Marcus. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> now I gotta to put go up through this. Just tear those pages out. Well, because... <laughs> <laughs> I should. I think I've said it before on the podcast. My biggest problem with Adam Marcus is he blames Friday the 13th fans for his movie not being successful. Always a good excuse. And he, he says... Uh, and there's an interesting quote. I think it's in Crystal Lake Memories where Sean Cunningham says, um, you know... Adam told me that the last thing people want to see is Jason stalking around a camp and killing teenagers. And, of course, that's the thing they only wanted to see. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Anyway, so House on Sorority Row, whatever. You don't like it, it's your pre- yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're stupid because they don't get my vision of body jumping. What? And, and, and the last thing I watched was uh, The Devil Wears Prada, <gasps> which I'm c- continuing my Emily Blenathon. Um Come on, just admit it. Just admit it, Ryan. No, I'm not going to admit that it's a great movie. I didn't say great. It's a good movie. It's it, a nice, fun, good movie. Is it, it's is fun. It number nine of 2006, as according to James. Yeah, it's it's a fun movie. Um, again, my biggest problem with it is, look at how dumpy Anne Hathaway looks. Ooh, I can't believe she needs to really clean up. Totally fair. And I'm like, wait, what? She's really pretty. And her cleaning up as she just wears like fancy clothes. Yeah. And, then, and then Meryl Streep starts noticing her. The whole oh. trailer is predicated on calling her fat when she's clearly not I know. Because <laughs> she's a size six. You're like, well, is that fat? <laughs> well, that's, that's part of the point. It's not really fat, but to those and people, it is. makes me super fat. <laughs> uh, but Emily Blunt's really great in it. Great. Um, 
she plays assistant number one, and Anne Hathaway is number two, where she has to put away Meryl Streep's coat and do all her stupid errands, and um, she gets usurped. Yes, and she uh, Anne Hathaway ends up working so hard. I even forget her character's name. That Emily Blunt isn't going to go to like the Paris fashion show because she was sick one time. Yeah. And I guess it's just to prove how mean Meryl Streep's character is. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie's all right. It's, it's not, good. It's a good it's a You know, good I think I hated it 10 years ago because... Um, oh, you had ex- already seen it. Yeah, my ex-girlfriend oh. like loved it. Oh. And I hated my ex-girlfriend so much. Yeah. That, um, well, hate's a strong word. Um, did not care for her very much. Killed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why do you think I watch so many horror films? Ideas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Suggestions. Hey, it's a strong word. But it it's definitely not as terrible as I remember it. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's fun. Yeah. Um, like I said, I just had a problem with, look how stupid and fat Anne Hathaway is. You're like, what? Yeah. I, I don't get that. Well, you part. know. You gotta you gotta give it a little bit, right? She's all that. Rachel A. Cook, not unattractive. Well, that's why it's a great joke and not another teen movie where she Agreed. takes off her glasses and overalls. Yeah, so good. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, it, it was fun. Yeah, Emily Blunt's really great in it, and yes. she's really pretty. Yeah. So, yeah. Stanley Tucci's good in it. Oh, so good. Yeah, that movie's fun. Cool. Yep. Anything that's else? why I watched this week. That's it. This week on Real Nerds Podcast, we saw the ghost in the shell, or is it ghost in the shell? It's just ghost. There's ghost no ghost in the shell with a triangle. Yeah. <laughs> um, ghost in the triangle. Zach, should people go see Ghost in the Shell? Um, I, I I don't know anything about this prior anime, so I walked in expecting a train wreck. I actually walked out very entertained. So I don't know. I I guess. <laughs> go ahead. I know that's not a, like a ringing endorsement, like a yes or no, but. Like, there's some stuff that's really confusing. Like, it, the beginning of the film is really slow, but then it picks up halfway through, and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm totally down with this whole this whole idea, I guess. So, I don't know. I mean, if you're a fan of the anime, I guess you're not going to like this, I guess, because from what I've heard, it's completely different. But um, If you're in the mood for a fun action movie where Scarlett Johansson looks like she's naked, but she's not really naked, then you might want to enjoy that. <laughs> So yeah, go go spend six dollars for a matinee. Don't spend the full eleven. <laughs> it's not worth your full eleven. James, um, yeah, I'm kind of gonna agree. So, I I am not in love with it, but I had a pretty good time. Mm-hmm. Um, when the movie is sort of slow or or not that interesting, or the main character is is dull, it kind of doesn't matter because everything's real pretty to look at. Um. And that's not a joke about Scarlett Johansson almost naked. That's just in general, like the the world itself is pretty to look at. Um, and uh, and yeah, by the time it was done, like I was like, oh, this is a kind of cool sci-fi story thing. Um, it's the kind of movie where if they made a sequel where Scarlett Johansson was a crazy future spy soldier person and they she was fighting dudes, um, and there was more Matrix stuff in it, like I would totally be excited about that movie. So um, yeah, I would agree. Like yeah, go get a matinee. I think it's worth worth checking out. Brad, as a fan of the anime, should people go see Ghost in the Shell? If you've watched the original anime and thought, man, this would be better if they put the story from RoboCop in it (laughs) instead, (laughs) then yes, this is the movie for you. Um, That change aside, uh, it was very pretty to look at. Um, So I I think if you were a fan of the original, I think you'll be disappointed. 
Um, but I, I, I never fully understood the original one anyway. So it's, it's not like a big loss to me, but, and there's, you know, there's manga and there's the two animation, uh, the shows on Adult Swim. So the mythology has expanded quite a bit since I watched the original. So this may be an amalgamation of a lot of different things, but, um, uh, if you're not familiar with Ghost in, Sh- Ghost in the Shell, if you go in cold, I think you might enjoy it. Like these two uh, appreciated heads. it. Yeah. Because um, it is pretty little cat. Um, it's just the story is a little. And I swear to God, if I hear one more movie where someone says, like, don't breathe after like a panic attack or or breathe, not don't breathe. That's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just like a cliche I'm that I'm just I'm, I'm done with. I'm tired of people trying to help. <laughs> yeah. You can just be silent. Like. <laughs> It, it it just reeks of one of those directed things of we can't have silence here. Uh, just have someone say something. Yeah, because audiences will tune out. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. I think it's actually I think it's a pretty fun movie. I I don't. Um, I don't. I, I've seen the anime. I don't remember it well enough to pass judgment, saying you know what's right or what's wrong with it. Uh, but. I, you know, actually, I actually thought Scarlett Johansson was pretty, pretty interesting. Her choices in it, mm-hmm. I think she was purposely acting non-emo. Like, oh, um, agreed. Yeah. It, um, ju- it just makes her hard to relate. to. No, I agree. I agree because uh, you know, at the beginning too, where how she walked, I'm like, did she always walk like that? Yeah, sometimes. But then I then I started getting into her character more, and it took you a little bit to catch up to the character mm-hmm. of Major. Uh, and I mean, she's I, the thing with Scarlett Johansson is I think. She's very good at carrying movies, whether they're action or drama or comedy. I think she's a great actress. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the movie's pretty. Uh, I, sometimes I don't think the plot was well uh, told to the audience very well at some points. Um, some of the rules in the world were a little hard to follow. Uh, but overall, I mean, the movie looked great. She looks great. Um, <laughs> like She has like the best ass. Um, <laughs> yeah, so here's a trailer for Ghost in the Shell. I have been watching you. You have to remember. I saw someone down there. He wasn't human. He's a known terrorist. And he's killed again. They didn't just kill them. They hacked into their minds. There's everywhere. Nowhere. I will find him. And I will kill him. You never talk about your past. I don't remember much. Just fragments. There was an attack. You were dying. We saved you. And now you save others. Everything they told you was a lie. You had a family. Remember that. But I... What a beauty you are. What do you want from me? life they stole it 
supposed to have a clean brain. I order you to terminate. Major! They created me, but they cannot control me. It's funny you bring up the rules thing. I I only now realize that I have very little understanding of like like I think I understand the Hanza and the Prime Minister and then also mm-hmm. that that Asian dude. Like I think I get that, but I only kind of get it. Yeah. Like and it took till the end. Like that was the thing that was most confusing, but yeah. You know what this film reminded me of in a really weird way and I was telling Brad about this as I got out was V for Vendetta. Not the not the graphic novel but the movie. Like for some, like the rules are there, they're explained, they're a little convoluted, but you walk out of it going like, I got the general gist of it. Yeah. Like I'm not like I'm not like wondering like, well, who's the guy who says like, better not send a rabbit to kill a fox? Like, like the 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 the, the, the lines of the rules are def- right. cleared, clearly defined. It's just that they also they they jumble it up with some kind of useless dialogue. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's just told in a out of order sort of but, yeah so um, um i wasn't like i, I think that I, halfway through i got a little bit bored because i was just like uh, they're, they're they're not really moving anything forward everybody's still kind of wondering who's doing what to who it was it was interesting because at one point i actually had the opposite feeling of like holy shit like like she she 20 minutes in is like i know where the bad guy is and i was like oh okay this movie's only 40 minutes long <laughs> um but of course, there's you know there's plenty more establishing shots of future world, mm-hmm. um, but uh, where sumo guys are bowing. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, I mean I I thought it was it was pretty interesting. I think the the story, yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about it right until right now, but it totally is is uh, RoboCop. But I actually liked that part of it a, a lot. Um, yeah. Like the actual story that they tell is one that I think is done pretty well and and raises some good questions and. You know, you guys had, had at least given me a little bit of a heads up of like, oh, you know, it's a movie where people are robots, and the the questions are about like, well, at what point are you not human anymore, and that kind of stuff. And I think yeah. there's some good little. No, I I think so too, and I um I can't remember is does the anime deal with a lot of like hacking and stuff. That's all it is. Yeah, it has nothing to do with like finding out who you were before you became. Yeah, that's RoboCop. what I thought. Like, I it was it, just. Uh, Everyone is comfortable in this world of having cybernetic implants. Like Bato, he already has his eyes in mm. the original one, or his, his new eyes. Um, and so people are just comfortable having enhancements. And, but their danger is people hacking the network. And that's then right, that's right, that's right. Controlling people to do nefarious things against their will. Which is an awesome idea. And then replacing, like possibly even wiping your memory so much that you have a completely new identity and you don't even realize it. Well, which they explored uh, which in that one scene, yeah. which was really interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. so in the, in the, in the cartoon, sorry, Ryan, is, yeah, in sorry. the cartoon, is she the, like the only person who's basically all robot or is she just also cybernetic? Cause I think everybody in this world is, is for the most part, okay with cybernetic implants. It's just that she's different cause she's a brain in a box. Yeah. They don't ex- like in the original, the movie just starts out like this one did in the credit sequence of, a model of her being made, but we don't know why. Um, oh, okay. Or at least I I never got an explanation that it had a purpose. It's sure. Just, it's just this, like, she could have been injured, at, like, as a, she's a major, so she's been in the police force for a while. Gotcha. Um, 
so she might have had an injury and they put her in there or she may have elected because she wanted to have the invisibility suit and um connections Ooh. to the database and stuff so she she might have elected to have a procedure where she be, could become like a super cop um so we don't know they don't explain it she just is but um, it's at least not part of the plot so i mean that, right that's yeah. what this movie is about right uh, so that's pretty it's radically tracking different. down her identity yeah. yeah and the whole kusei like that's an amalgamation of um the villain which is this virus um and also this one robot that gets inhabited by it um mm. And it's, I forget what it's, I think it's trying to do the same thing of trying to bring down like the, the tech corporation or the government. I'm not sure. Yeah. And then the, the, the boss, uh, uh, beat Takeshi Takano, I think it is. The, the Fox guy. Yeah. The gun. The, yeah. The Fox guy with the gun. He's really like a, he's their boss, but he's more of a behind the desk the whole time. So he never goes out in the field and. But he might in the anime uh, or the, the show. in the in the TV series he might take on a larger role. I don't I don't know. I haven't seen enough of it. Huh. Um, but in this movie, it felt like the director was a fan of that guy from Hong Kong films yeah. or Japanese films, and was like, you know, he probably <laughs> said, oh, "I'm not going to do your movie unless I do more than sit behind a desk." <laughs> it's like, okay, we'll give you a gun and you can. You know, yeah, we're going to give you this pretty scene. cool scene yeah, with a briefcase because he's he's in like a big gangster films yeah. in japan so yeah. like that's what he's known for so it'd be weird to have him like just sit behind a desk for a bunch of shots which he does a lot but yeah yeah, yeah i mean the, the world is really well set up i think it mm-hmm. you know without cool explaining world. too much of it and i mean that this some of the scenes are pretty great you know the scene where she's chasing that dude down and they end up in the water and stuff yeah. that's all um, stuff vis- visually there's a lot of stuff aped from the original yeah like that scene uh, the end where she covers her eyes, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just cool too that. Uh, it, I mean, I think it's thing. yeah. The, when she rips the spider and it's like ripping her apart too. Yeah, uh, that was super anime, which I think is better looking in the actual anime. <laughs> yeah, like it's just it's visually like obviously they can do more and this is more realistic, but yeah. Um, it's like artistically it comes off better in the anime. I yeah, thought. I I did really like the scene where she goes. Getting into spoilers here, uh, where she goes and meets her mom. Yeah, that's um, great. And th- it's it's interesting. Like the dialogue there is a little bit awkward, just from the mom. Um, like I would have been, f- I would have rather that scene was two minutes longer and felt a bit more natural. But that scene and the idea of what's happening in that scene is so cool. Uh, and it was also a pretty shocking moment because, so, I'll, I'll give myself ninety seconds to talk about race in this movie. Um, while I disagree with the people who are like super pissed off and want to boycott this movie for whitewashing, um, because I think that the problem of, of racism against Asian people in Hollywood is way worse and is the, the actual conversation to be had. I actually think that this movie is very self-aware of the racial stuff that's going on, especially considering that the story of this movie is that the government is kidnapping minorities and turning them into programmable white people. Um, and like in that scene, when you realize like, Oh, like this is not, they definitely knew that they did this. Um, and so the fact that there is actually something going on there, I think to me makes this like to those people who are really pissed, you should just see this movie because it's actually saying something kind of interesting there. Um, so anyway, uh, but I, I thought it was really cool just cause like, here's this moment where this woman is meeting her daughter but also has no way of knowing that right mm-hmm. um it, there was just a really cool dynamic there that i thought was really interesting so 
This movie also really made me want to go watch watch Blade Runner again. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did happen. <laughs> you know? I was thinking when I was uh, watching, I said, man, if Blade Runner didn't exist, this world would not exist. No. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's so cool. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I mean, uh, the scenes where uh, Scarlett Johansson does action, I think she's so good at. Yeah. She has a way of moving her body that's really uh, well, suits well for action. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean that slide. Yeah, the the slide and like the shooting and I just uh, wanted more of it. Yeah, that's the only thing I would say is it. Probably uh, my biggest complaint about it is I think the action scenes need to be a little bigger and a little more more of them. I I would also say I actually was thinking this during the movie. I wanted them to be more violent and more gory. Yeah, I think so too. Especially in this world where a lot of people are really like where they're robots and stuff. I wanted some John Wick action in this. Yeah, like I wanted her to rip off people's like cybernetic arms and cybernetic jaws. And like I and and then when people like like Ulet, well, there's that bar scene. Uh, oh yeah, well yes, that but dude already had his jaw ripped out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, but I, I yeah no, I wanted like you know uh, Bato to like grab that guy and rip his jaw off, um, and so yeah, just stuff like that. Just, just because it it would add some sort of grittiness to this, you know, yeah. to what they're trying to make a really gritty world. You know, until the end, the whole movie takes place at night. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like when Ulet, who we kind of like, I mean, who we like, gets shot, it's it's not quite gruesome enough. Like I, I end up like the my heart gets dropped out of it. Like you know, do do you do you read uh, the Hollywood Reporter? It's like no. they, they wrote a whole article about that. Oh, about how like the movie needed to be more violent. Yeah, because they were talking about stuff like Logan and John Wick. Yeah, where there is room for rated R action movies and they're yeah. thinking that maybe the pg-13 in this one actually held it back i i would um, totally there, think so because um, some of the coolest parts of the movie to me are at the end when the these two robot people are getting fucking wrecked um and it's kind of brutal and interesting you know where she's like losing a limb and he can't he doesn't have any legs left and uh it makes war and violence feel really gritty and real um you know I don't like. I don't watch John Wick because I'm like, oh, it's so much fun to see somebody get killed by a pencil. I, I watch it because so. it feels fucking violent and terrible, and like that, you get that reaction that you know you get so desensitized to you know PG-13 violence that um, here here it's just like, oh yeah, they're robot people. I could have gone either way with it. Like, I mean, yeah? it would have been. Yeah, I mean, like. It, it wasn't the first. Wasn't the first Ghost in the Shell PG-13? Like, uh, I don't know much no. about it, but. I would I assume there's was. lots of like nipple in that. Yeah. Really? I don't think it was. I don't think it was R. I'll look it up. I don't know. Like it's just like it. It, it didn't detract anything for me personally. Uh, I mean, I mean, would, maybe, would it have been cool? Absolutely. Well, I, I, I think <laughs> if it was R, uh, it would be because of the nudity. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing with I, I think I agree with James because there's something like missing from the it being visceral. Yeah. Where I mean, the moves look cool and she does cool things, but it's always just like uh, like they, Logan. It's you know, yeah. where Logan, they actually show it, and then you didn't realize you missed that from a Wolverine movie until right. you saw it in Logan. Yeah. You know, where it... And this movie earns it. I mean, it's a violent world. Yeah. So... And why... there's... Officially, it's not rated. Oh. Um, there's also a, a weird opportunity when you have stuff like... Like, I, I do think... But they do it off screen. Uh, the the woman in the lab, like in the tech lab or whatever, like the, basically the coroner mm-hmm. uh, who has the funny eye goggle things, yeah. and he shows up and basically crushes the eyes out of her head. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that's creepy and cool. Uh, like, you have this weird opportunity when people have these bionic parts mm-hmm. to 
hurt them in particularly like gruesome kind of ways that that give you this insight into like no like if half your head is a robot you can have half your head wrecked and like still be alive and like and you know it's it, there's just this twisted angle to it that you know um i don't know it Maybe it's just because I've seen it in other things that, I, like I said, it, it didn't like it didn't take any yeah like whatever value this film has like isn't taken away by the fact that sure. there's no robot gore. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think it's fair. Although, I yeah maybe maybe they got an unrated director's cut. We don't know. Uh, it seems like it seems like there's a lot of weird cuts in it. Yeah, yeah, there are. Yeah, uh, it does feel that way to tone down. Uh, maybe not necessarily gore, but the the level of violence. Yeah, um, it seems like there's some weird cuts in the action. But again, it could just be. I would love a sequel to this. I will say that. Like, I think the world is really cool. I think the characters are fun. Um, I don't think it's going to so underperform. I know. And it ruined my freaking fantasy movie league. <laughs> um, no, I... Because I was like, there's no way. Over. I mean, people have to be smarter when they see trailers of Boss Baby. They have to say, this looks stupid. They're not going to go see it. And I was wrong. But guys, it's a baby who's a CEO He's out to stop puppies. This is actually the first week where I didn't vote with my heart. <laughs> I voted with my head a little bit, and because normally I would be like, "No, I'm not voting." I know Boss Baby's going to make a lot of money. I'm not voting for that shit. I want to. I want uh, a rival. <laughs> Can I still vote for a rival? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's too bad because I I do think that I don't know if it's the marketing or. Or the word of mouth, but yeah, it's it's not going to do well enough for them to make another one, and and that's fine. I will probably buy this movie and enjoy watching it multiple times. Yeah, uh, you know, but too, you know, you're in trouble. I'll, I'll never forget. I forget what movie I was watching. It might have been must have been the Lego Batman movie, and uh, they had that Boss Baby trailer before it, and people were like really laughing at it. I should have known better. I was like, it, it's mm. appealing to somebody. If it makes you feel any better, <sighs> the popular uh, graph. Um, was only 50, like so most people chose uh, a combination of the value to about fifty four million. So the perfect is one hundred forty. So a lot mm. of people didn't do well. Yeah, um, mm. yeah, but it's not enough to catch fucking Joe. I know, fucking Joe. Fuck you, Joe. Fuck him in his stupid you ass. Progress. Here's a new segment. Cater. Here's a new segment called "Fuck You, Joe." <laughs> sounds good to me. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, so yeah. I think dick. I think this <laughs> it's, it, is the award a dick. No. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I hope they maybe they will. If it makes enough internationally, they might make another one. Because I think Scarlett Johansson's a big enough star where, yeah, you could probably maybe they would like, oh, maybe we need to make the second one rated R. Th- that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And visually, I think it's yeah, I think it's awesome. Those yeah. are oh, uh, you should look up uh, on Tesla.com or on their YouTube page. Adam Savage went to what a workshop and and does a little uh, video about. The, the geisha dolls at the beginning that Weta made are animatronic. They're actually made out of, like, their heads are made out of porcelain, and they're worn by people. So it's, it's this animatronic, um, like, mask that people are wearing, and they like they actually pop open and shit like that. And, oh, awesome. man, they look yeah. so cool. Well, I mean, you know, even her suit where, I mean, it looks great because she has a great body, but, like, it's really cool if you, like, look at it. It has, like, lots of pieces, mm-hmm. and it always has, like, stuff moving on it. Yeah. Um, and that thing is real too. Like that's a, this latex suit thing that they had printed. Or it's not actually latex, but um, no, it's awesome. Like the actual production design on this movie is beautiful. And I mean, if you really want to see uh, see Scarlett Johansson naked, see under the skin. She's <laughs> naked like half the movie in it. Uh, yeah. Yep. I, I own that. I still haven't watched it. Yeah, I think I. I, I know. I think I, it's a great I, movie. I, I keep hearing that it's really interesting. I just haven't gotten around to it. So it's one of my favorites. Cool. 
Uh, next week, I don't know what we're seeing. Is Shit next week Smurfs? Up. Next week is Smurfs. What did we say we were going to see instead? Life. Maybe going in Life, style. that's right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you can see Life. Oh, is Going in Style out? Raw, but, I don't know. Um, I don't know when it's coming out, but maybe... That's if Going in Style was out, I would see that. Yeah. Is uh, is Life still in theaters? <laughs> uh, yeah. Dan, Dan went out yesterday. He said the first half was pretty fun. Mm. <laughs> All right. So is, we will find something other than Smurfs because we we openly made fun of the sequels to Smurfs in our pod show. Um, yeah. So I, I don't I don't feel like I want to see one of those. Is the film club next week actor Martinez or Tony Erdman? Tony Erdman. Th- this week is Tony Erdman. Yeah. Next week is actor Martinez. Yeah. You guys go see Tony Erdman. <laughs> yeah, we could. We could. Yeah. Where's it playing at? Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. But for one day, right? It's like yeah, one showing. You, yeah, you have one chance to see it. Which I, I, I think know, you're probably working. sold out. I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited. So starting June second, yeah, my schedule will be seven a.m. to four p.m. Oh, or five, seven to five. Cool. So you'll have yeah. like evenings. Yeah, neat. So, so you'll have go Friday back, night. We can do it like Fridays. <gasps> I can see movies with you again. What? I know. I, it's funny because you know, since I'm low man on the totem pole, when you get into my profession you have to uh uh bid on shifts so the senior people will always bid on the best shifts sure we promoted two patrolmen to detective so what that happens is they're actually they're kind of supervisors of the patrol officers sure so they have to work during the day because they also have to do interviews and all this other stuff what's great is if i have like this really big case i'm like oh here's all this stuff and i give it to them and i don't do anymore (laughs) um so they have to work um they work they have an A side and a B side, so they'll work. I think, uh, I think it's eight to six, so that covers two shifts. Sure. And then we hire two guys, so I'm a, I'm ahead of them. Yeah. So that means there's only two guys ahead of me on patrol, and one of them's going to stay on the five to three a.m. shift, so five p to three a. And uh, have you have you done any like, you know, twirling up a towel and whipping them in the locker room? Not yet. You know. Paddleboarding, a little paddleboarding. We do have a guy who goes around making noises. So whoa, wait, 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 wait! Like police academy yes. style, or or like weird twitches and like maybe don't give him a gun noises. <laughs> no, <laughs> I wish it was really like police academy. <laughs> We'd have that really like uh, big boob blonde and uh, high tower. Yeah, Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah. Oh man, if Bobcat was there, that'd be great. <laughs> So, but it's yeah. like modern Bobcat where he just wants to direct movies. Like, you just got a guy there who wants to direct movies about Sasquatch. Yeah, so I mean, I actually think I'll have first choice because the other guy, uh, he he works overnights so he can take his kids to school. Yeah. And so I don't think he's going to change his overnights. Awesome. So I'm going to one-up you and say no that shift. I have all days off from now on because <laughs> oh, I got laid oh, off. So. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, so I'll see a movie whenever <laughs> until I find a new job. Yeah, you'll be all right. You'll find a job. You're talented. I got fat, I got and fired handsome. a year ago yesterday, and I'm not dead. So, so somehow you, so it you works. infected me. <laughs> somehow, somehow it works out, man. You're not dead. I'm not Outside? dead. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Well, just remember, Brad. If I ever win Powerball, you always have a job. Excellent. Yeah, we're gonna make that feature. Uh, no, clean in your basement. Yeah. Oh, Friday Thirteenth's happening with Brad directing. If I win yeah. Powerball. How much of uh how much of it would be thirteen the Friday, so <laughs> <laughs> flip it. But on uh, the plus side, I have plenty of time to notate the episodes for the <laughs> episode three hundred. Yeah, I'm doing the. I got. I should send it to you. I'm listening to all our interviews. Oh, cool. Yeah. I, I, I've I have them on my iPad. I'll send them to you. Cool, cool. Through iBooks. 
That's what you can do if you have iPads. Oh, okay. why would I want to? <laughs> <laughs> because they're cool phones. I tried. I was helping someone try to get something like send a PDF from their iPad to their computer, mm-hmm. uh, and it was saved in iBooks, and it was it was next to impossible. It was so really? terrible. Really, you just hit. Um, this button it's like a square and has an arrow going up. No, it didn't. That 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 and didn't have that as an option. Yeah, I, it does. I, I was there for a while. No, it was yeah. terrible. I, I'll show you. It's easy. It was awful. You're awful. Uh, so next week, Smurfs quest for the hidden village. Do you actually want to see that? No. If you want to see Smurfs, I'll go see Smurfs. I will. I don't want to see Smurfs. Have you seen the trailers for it? <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. It's bad. Uh, does this one have Katy Perry in it? I don't know. I don't care about that. I don't think it does. It's probably got, like, She's pretty. At least Gargamel looks like Gargamel and not Hank Azaria in a wig. <laughs> who, who will they have? I bet they replaced her with like Bella Thorne or some some shit like that. Who's Bella Thorne? Uh, she's some actress. I don't know. She like uh, she has a Twitter following. <laughs> I don't even think she's been in a movie. Apparent, apparently, James knows enough about her. Yeah, to James. I do. I don't know, man. I, I pick up weird watching shit. Watching Twitter. Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's popular? <laughs> <laughs> How do I mimic them? <laughs> Bella Thorne. Why do you have so many followers and I don't? Yeah. It's like it's like evil Kermit in Muppets Most Wanted. <laughs> yeah. He's just watching video clips and trying to <laughs> imitate their voice. <laughs> Hi ho, everybody! What else am I gonna do at home? Oh. All right, cool. Demi nice Lovato day. is Smurfette. Like Who is her. that? Some girl. She's she's, she's like, probably like a Disney. I think person. she was yeah. Disney oh really? Person. Oh okay. Oh, that yeah. was that's her that's her God given name. Some girl. Some girl. <laughs> I like her. She's she's kind of fun in interviews. Oh Rain, okay. Rain Wilson's Gargamel. All right. <laughs> oh, all right. Ellie Kemper's Smurf Blossom. Wait what? <laughs> is that a flower? Julia Roberts is Smurf Willow. What? <laughs> there's more. There's there's Why are female there so many Smurfs. Wait, who's Julia Roberts? Joe Manganiello's Hefty. All right. Hefty Smurf. Yeah. Mandy Patinkin's Papa Smurf. Yeah, he is. <laughs> The, there's so many stories about Manny Patinkin being an asshole. Yeah. Well, Manny Patinkin has said it. openly he used to be one. Who's like, Gordon Ramsay's Baker Smurf. Sweet. Wow. Baker Smurf. Wow. He's a, he gets high a lot. Uh, I, uh, That's Baked Smurf. I, we watch MasterChef Junior. Like I like cry every episode. Because it's like... They have to eliminate kids. Yeah, and what I mean, the, the nice thing they do on this is they never. So in Master, and they're Chef, like, you'll never grow up to be anything. Yeah, in Master Chef, it's adults, and they're like, the worst meal of the day is Michael. Your meal was terrible. Yeah, here they always pick the two that didn't do as well, and uh, and then they make them fight. No, then they'll always say. Uh, <laughs> They'll say it's like the other kids, like, who do you think, who do you think these guys are great cooks? And they all raise their hands, they go run and hug them and stuff. And Aww. it's, it's mean because they're like getting rid of these kids and all these kids are really cute. There's just one girl who named Sydney on it. She just makes me, she's like the cutest little girl ever. She was like cooking, uh, this creme brulee and they have, you know, the interstitials in them. She's like, I've never cooked it before. And I'm just hoping Gordon likes it. And it's like the funniest little girl ever. Mm. You have to watch it. It's cute. It's a fun show. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Fucking awful. Real Nerds is a Nebulous Visions multimedia production. We would also like to thank Sparks Mandrill for our music. Additional music from Ben Sounds. Thank you to Alamo Drafthouse. Thank you to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. And thank you for listening to the Real Nerds podcast. I was reading, uh, there's already like 10 star reviews for Smurfs.
they actually had a preview of Fantastic. it. I saw it. Truly like, perfect. Truly perfect. So truly, truly perfect. So as a Smurf collector and fan, everyone assumes I will be biased. Whoa. Yes. Yeah. Like, I there's do. Such thing as Smurf collectors. Yeah. yeah. Gargamel. But having watched Smurfs <laughs> <laughs> in Smurfs two and only felt that they were okay. <laughs> the Smurfs, the Lost Village, is in a completely different league! Exclamation point. Wow. The animation is fantastic, <laughs> glossy, and so detailed without the Glossies. characters seeming too perfect or losing their Smurfy appeal. So you think Sony goes in and like, hey, you get on IMDb and you fucking review the shit out of this movie or you're fired. And you better send me your review by the end of the day. <laughs> and if you don't send me your review, don't think about coming into work tomorrow. Get on there, C Lurd. Instead of next week seeing life, it's just us reviewing the reviews. Of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. My five-year-old son was in awe and visibly absorbed into the journey, <laughs> and it held his attention for the duration. He giggled, laughed, was scared, even had tears at one point. A perfect response to a great movie. <laughs> because I stole his ice cream. <laughs> even my wow. husband, definitely not a Smurf fan, <laughs> wow. chuckled throughout uh, and <laughs> admitted enjoyment. Highly recommending this film for families and individuals alike. It will not disappoint. Wow. Well done, Sony Productions. Another one, please. Well well done, Sony Productions. (laughs) 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. Clearly, that's someone who loves how this get made and tried to put a review. Yeah, I was just going to say, somebody's trying to get their second opinion out there. Uh, He even cried a little. (laughs) Mom, why are you making me do this? (laughs) 